1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Good stats. This Week in League, Corey Norman and James Sigiaro misunderstand the concept of an NRL spine by tapping into opposite ends of the same one.
2: Gentrification running rampant in Redfin as Paul Carter is evicted for being a drunken degenerate.
1: At least Dylan Walker didn't punch something that resulted in an AVO. And we preview
2: all the action for round 19 of the 2016 NRL season.
1: All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 230 of this week in League. I'm Nate, and I'm Jay. Welcome again to all our new listeners and the old ones, but thanks for stopping by new guys and uh, don't forget if you're a new listener and you're on Twitter, give us a shout or Facebook, give us a shout and uh, we'll get to all Nation to show you some love, get you some followers and that sort of thing. I um, got a message from uh, Anth Caggiano, that's at A-N-T-H, C-A-G-G-I-A-N-O, and uh, sends a tweet and said, hey guys, awesome podcast, thank you sir, who do you think are the most overrated slash underrated in the NRL, PS go the Raiders? Fuck, that's a massive, meaty question right mm. there. And uh, I don't like to look too much at these things before we start recording as well. So it's one of those ones where you can put them in the spot and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, thanks for the early warning, you yeah. prick. Um, yeah.
2: Overrated players. Can I, can I just throw it out there? Yes. There's different levels of overratedness. Like, there's obviously players who have. Or, sorry, you know, underratedness in this case. Yeah. There's players who are in the origin teams or people think should be in the origin teams there's that level yeah of under and overratedness yeah and then there's those players who who don't get any sort of
1: so they don't get any credit at all yeah but they're not world beaters but they yeah. yeah let's just say that they're ones that like for example I think that in terms of glory I think someone like Gavin Cooper is pretty underrated yep he's one that immediately springs to mind which is hilarious because he's not even from my team um Whew. You know, the- overrated. Clearly, fucking Blake Ferguson's overrated. Oh, yeah, I overrated. think I think Dugan's overrated. You know, I think.
2: Like you, you want to talk about? You remember um, Dave Simmons who used to play for Perth? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Like he, he was close to the leading try scorer one year. Yeah. Yeah, given he was a, a winger and had to catch a ball and, catch fall, ball over. and fall over the line, yeah. Um, but we'll As n- good wingers do. Will never ever be, be mentioned in any sort of great tri-scorer capacity. There's that sort of underratedness. He's
1: not underrated in the eyes of the Lord, though. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of God's special children.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking for like a religious song to hum,
1: but I don't know any. <laughs> All I could think of was that, uh, that uh, George Harrison. uh George my sweet. really want to see...
2: You just imagine him like scoring one of those diving tries, going, he got the whole round in his hands. <laughs> Jeremiah was a book. <laughs> he ran close to the
1: sideline. Um, Did a big flip over the opposite number and planted it over the line. <laughs> Try to the boys. <laughs>
2: Oh, God. um look, I, I think there's, there's a, you a lot of your forwards I think are at at risk of being underrated um but the other thing is these days, the minute a player shows any sort of talent, yep. they're instantly the next someone. Yeah, so uh, in this day and
1: age, maybe maybe underrated is is not, it's is tough. not possible, and it's overrated tough to be is the,
2: yeah. Like there's been a lot of talk recently about Croker, overrated, being
1: you know, underrated. I think he's, I think you're right. I think he's underrated, More, and is overrated. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, I think it's pretty much a, uh, this, this year. If not, Mike's I mean, not
2: was, muted this week, that was proof- just stunned silence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, he's and he's only going to prove it more tomorrow night. <laughs> Let's be real, starting yeah, at five I, eight for fuck's sake. Jesus fuck! Um, they really just want to kill that kid. They just want to kill his his entire fucking vibe. Yeah, and just destroy him as a player, just turn him to a shell. It is what. <laughs>
2: it's like um, that Dan Aykroyd movie where he changed places with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> trade it if you will yes um all for some bet there's like Gus and everyone
1: else are just saying what can we do to this fucking kid she's like we see him as future captain, <laughs> captain material. We see him as a, as a young Darren Lockyer, if you will. So what we want to do is try and put him through the sum total of, <laughs> of struggles and trials that Darren Lockyer achieved over his entire career in the space of a year or two. Like <laughs> he's, prob- he's-, he's probably got a fucking
2: intellectual disability and they've just thrown a jersey on him and said, no, 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 you're the next Lockyer. <laughs> um, look, uh, Ryan James was was underrated until everyone
1: realised that, holy fuck, he's leading the Daily M count. Yeah, and he proceeded to shit the bed <laughs> almost immediately yeah. after. He should never have read that paper. <laughs> um, I think
2: Paul Gallen... Paul Gallen's an interesting one. He is extremely overrated in now. his mythos. He's not necessarily overrated as a second rower or as a prop yep, yep, from just yep. getting in there and getting the job done. Yep. But he's overrated in terms that he can carry teams or states on his back you know that yeah but I mean who says, who says he can and you know that's the I mean, thing till, till before this year he was the saviour it was him he was going to take the fight to Queensland he was going to lead the way he was going it, to it took 11 fucking years for all of a sudden people to go you know why are you here <laughs> <laughs> this should be tight so but, uh, yeah. No, good question. Here's your thoughts and to relation. Yeah. Get on, get on Twitter and and let us know who who do you think the the most overrated and uh, and underrated players are.
1: Well, here's some here's some some weird fucking takes too, like ones that are you know that uh, we we wouldn't necessarily think of mm. easily. Mm. Um, got one from uh, at fat hairy lazy, Or spelled the way you would think and he says just started listening and I like the cut of your jib good to hear another Penrith fan so he's talking to you but I mean fat hairy lazy I like the cut of his jib quite frankly you fit right <laughs> in here <sir>. exactly <laughs> you sound like our kind of people um, Except, so, <laughs> good know. to hear another Penrith fan and then probably the second he finished typing this he couldn't hear you for like 10 minutes <laughs> And you staring uh, intently at the fucking control box. For your I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding it in my hand this week just <laughs> yeah, to make sure. Don't bump it. <laughs> um, mailbag, Twitter, Luke Shark seventy four said: After years of being scared, by news headlines linked to a Sydney NRL club. You guys have made my easy, my life easy. Thanks at the Parrot Eels. <laughs> well done. That's true. As a Sharkies fan too, they did have their uh, the the well, I guess what am I talking about? The entire history of the club. Uh, Devonhead. And he's, 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 just to be clear, he's actually addressed this to both players in question. I'm, I'm substituting their names. Can't and Corey Norman play finger cuffs in the privacy of their own home without Sex Best wanting to see it? And, uh, yeah, we were actually talking about this. We'll talk about the story more. We'll get to this. Can I, um, can I just yep. point out something phenomenal about that tweet? sigiaro actually has followed him after at the conclusion of it. It has a
2: big old red heart on yep. Sigi's timeline. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, I mean, well, you know, it was it, like, I, I love trotters. We go way back, but I mean, it was one of those dick sucking tweets where you, you're saying something wonderful about the people and you're including them in it. So it's like, oh, you, yeah. You, you What do you want out of it? You, you want to get that heart. Yeah. Or you want to get a follow know, yeah. something. And we all know what CGR will do with an easy lay. Yeah, exactly. Pork on his fork. Yanis um, underscore Mateus. So, talking about the finally, the, the, the hammer came down in the Eels. You know, do, does that mean the Eels lose the Nines title, 12 points, and adult male performer award all in one year? <laughs> Possibly. Ma underscore Aaron, he said, I'm no stats man, but this year on This Week in League, the mentions of counting crows is down by 832%. <laughs> Hashtag New Dad Paved Paradise put up a parking lot. <laughs> oh, uh, that's
2: because the counting crows are shit.
1: He's a refreshing take for the
2: and show. And I don't need to wear flannelette shirts and pretend I'm sad to convince women to sleep with me like it's the early 90s.
1: Yeah. Like, the writing was always on the wall. Like, Mr. Jones came out and they just played the same chord progression. The same <laughs> and there was no ebb and flow in the song. They're like
2: a hungover Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I was ever a big Nirvana fan, but...
1: It's like another song. Another song is on my shit list as well. As like, Learn to fly, like we bring out yeah. the vinyl, like yeah, Foo Fighters, like learned to fly. Yeah. Same boring chord progression. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. like, ebb and flow to it or anything. Yeah. Like it doesn't build there. Yeah. It's just, it's just there. In the bin with all of it. Mm. Melt the vinyl. Mm. Erase them from the public record. Paraman Mark II. Then <laughs> I just want to just, we'll address this all in one go. Did anyone else have issues hearing Jay on the twill potty? If I were What's with the sound this week? Have you got Farrah doing the editing? Ash, silence is golden. Uh, Timmy McIntyre, at I'm Tim McIntyre. More eps with Jay's mic turned off or turned down low. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, oh, Mr. McIntyre. Yes. You
2: are fucking hilarious. I really hope that you're ripping off other people's jokes, because if the quality of your stand-up is anything like the shit that comes out on Twitter that's your original stuff... You need is some very very serious help.
1: What you what you mean to say is we love you, Timmy. You've been a very staunch supporter of the show for many many years, and look forward to your comedy set that you're going to do for us at El Loco at the end of the year.
2: It better be a fucking <laughs> rip off of a Seinfeld routine or a Chris
1: Rock routine. <laughs> it looks like Jay's going to be your heckler. Just to be fucking one. funny. <laughs> Jay's going to get some fucking tacos in him, and start heckling <laughs> and shit. <laughs> a couple of Coronas. <laughs>
2: do they still serve glass bottles in Sydney?
1: Uh, as far as I remember, I, I was yeah drink last year drinking a glass pint and everything. Yeah, yeah. not Pretty sure it was class,
2: Yeah, yep, good. Learn to dance, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably a fucking movie that Casualties of War with Ben and Michael J. Shoot that one-legged Viet Cong <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of dance, motherfucker, <laughs> uh, at Occupy Duckburg. Just caught Jay say "we," referring to the Panthers. <laughs> Big brony's lost and he's jumped to his second team already. Ash, history repeats. I don't know what it is about this fucking co pilot seat.
2: Hang on, was he. Was that like a, a troll tweet or is he seriously <laughs> thinking that I'm a Broncos fan and said we about the Panthers?
1: A, a troll tweet from MUP? Surely you jest. I know. I, it's hard <laughs> to tell. It's
2: hard to tell. Hashtag sarcastic on it next time.
1: Yeah well it it, yeah. it's like with the history with history might you, you you were to know what was you know the way you were supposed to respond to that. Okay. Yeah. It was a trial tweet. You were saying that you were Broncos fan first, like Glenn is. Penrith fan second. Yeah, okay. like Glenn is the Tigers. Yeah.
2: Again, low hanging fruit, but you yeah, know, well
1: done. <clears throat> low hanging fruit for you is
2: x <laughs> Bullshit. That's sitting um, on the ground. <laughs> Half rotted fruit. <That's...
1: laughs> yes, but it's still sweet. But... <laughs> The black of the <laughs> fermented. The black of the berries, sweet of the juice. <laughs> Tater underscore chips. Pretending to watch TV to avoid group conversation, but listening to This Week in League instead. I think she missed the quotes around group conversation. Mm. I think she was like Maddie John's in it. Ah, okay. That's fair too. I mean you know. I guess. Mikey Smokes. Warriors have a pretty good squad as far as lack of scumbags go. So that that goes to our our conversation last week where we were talking about you know, teams that have, you know... Yeah, yeah. ...offenders of various things in there. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think about it. I mean, they got rid of the legend who, who got a gobby on the run. And he's... You know, which is just... It's like a, that's actually a cross against them. But... Um,
2: the gobby's not the scummy thing, as... You know, as no, it's not the scummy at all. Before. The scummy thing was
1: firing him and debating him to reserve grade for most of the season no, this no, year.
2: No, something. Like there. We were talking about before. The actual offence was Snapchatting while
1: driving. Uh, yeah, but even so, it's not like he ran over anybody. <laughs> like it was a hypothetical offence. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it could have gone very wrong, and he could have plowed into like a fucking pedestrian crossing outside of school.
2: <laughs> fucking hated for you to be the prosecutor if they'd have caught the nine eleven people before they got on the plane. <laughs>
1: Well, I dare, th- I dare say... That they, what it's you're- a hypothetical attack. Yeah, but they act- that was an actual attack. And they actually had the intention to do that as well. I mean, All Connie had the, the intention to do was busting it inside, inside Blakely's mouth. <coughs> <coughs> his intention wasn't to plow into school or a busload of children or something like that. Because, I mean, you know, that would be crazy. Um, Mr. Underscore Wars. From Kensington, London, according to Twitter geolocation. Do we have to listen to Jay while we have sex? It's weird. And that's uh, his girlfriend on him trying to be time efficient while on holiday. That's phenomenal. It's a birthday today. Happy
2: birthday. Yeah, you get to
1: listen get that sex with Jay again. I was
2: just about to say your name, but I thought I'd better not, just in case.
1: <laughs> just in case you're terribly ashamed
2: of any. <laughs> um, but uh, Sam, now right now is where you need to uh, get your earbuds or, um, or something. You've seen private parts? Mm-hmm yeah so uh, just in unison we'll, we'll get the old <laughs> there you
3: go
1: that should be enough, yeah <laughs> <laughs> if she tolerates if she tolerates sam being around sure yeah, she a low bar
2: low requirements it must be a change than him you know screaming, call me Robert di Coella, call me Robert Dick
1: Coella, wanna get Yeah, if only he was a marathon runner, in the sh- between the sheets. <laughs> but yeah, look, you know Sam, that's fine, Sam. You can you can listen to us. I mean, I, mean, I urge everyone. You can definitely listen to us. Why? Having- look, whatever gets them there quicker. Yeah, boy or girl, male or female. And you know what?
2: I even fully condone at your moment of climax to stick your hands in the air and scream out X Factor. This is the one and only that's time. The one
1: and only use. <laughs> the one and only concession to X Factor that you'll ever make. <laughs> Uh, Landrigan, and Matt just walked out on a promotion because, in part, I wouldn't be able to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Twill could be an addiction, <laughs> 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 which I'm crazy. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> need to reassess some life decisions there. Yeah, but uh, then he said, "No, well, I actually had a trial for you know X amount of time, and it just wasn't for me anyway." Yep. So, so that tweet was actually like it was a, it was a well intentioned fucking lie. Really. Nice, but thank you, sir, for the sentiment. I mean, by all means, yeah, quit your job. It's my weed. And we'll give you, you know, two hours of pleasure a week and now you fill the, the other 100 hours of, of valid working time. You know, I guess you've got to go to a the center mm. There are plenty of, uh, you know,
2: public charging spots now because you'll obviously be homeless. Yeah. they need yeah. to charge your phone somewhere.
1: Yes, yes. Free Wi-Fi. This week in X-Factors, the Blue Steelers sent us when he said, uh, taking over the world, baby, to you. And it's the, uh, the Franklin X-Factor caravan. <laughs> of it. Um, our, uh, our our uh, recently birthed this week in cost Jason account <laughs> at TWY cost Jason the uh, X Factor utility superstar could be on the market. Imagine Jay if his man landed in Penrith and is a I assume it's out of like League Week or you know one of these. And it's so the Cowboys have managed to keep most of the big guns from their premiership winning team with the exception of James Tamau. Mm. But I'm hearing they're resigned to losing consistent utility forward Rory Cross-Jason for next season. The Knights are desperate. it is <coughs> up front leading the race to get Cross-Jason on board. Blah, blah, blah. We're up gun. in the yeah. Poor Well, I just think you guys have had all sorts of trouble with nine, though. Oh, if I mean, if, if you, by trouble you mean an injury. You've had trouble, you've had injury and trouble filling the spot, and then your other number nine in England now, you know, because he's fucking getting down gang bangs and, yeah, in and associating, associating with low lifes and. In hindsight, it was probably a fairly really poor decision to release him at that time, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. A, I think it was a pretty. I, you just got to wonder how much the clubs knew about this imminent sex tape thing and and what yeah. really and and also what's really going on with the the organised crime figures and stuff because there are clubs that would, are fucking screaming out for like a good night yeah and it should have been he should have been able to walk up to three clubs easily and are if, if getting run
2: somewhere if you cast your mind back to you know 80 months ago yeah he, he was being touted as a, a Ca- utility for Queensland
1: Cowboys didn't want to lose him no not at all you know so and now they've obviously you know they're they, on a Granville um, yep yeah, so that was, yep. that was that worked out great for them but I mean at the time when he was leaving no way, but, you know, I'll tell you what above all else,
2: at least he's not Robbie Farah. i prefer him to come to the Panthers and Robbie fucking Farah. Yeah.
1: You could have stop, like, yeah, you could have brought Farah over. Gee, that would have been... It's yeah, just, a sort of, it's just the sort of thing Gus will do, too. That would have been tremendous. Um, although Gus is,
2: you know, he's not a shadow on you know, the old... You know, the Actually, yeah, no, like he like doesn't like Robbie. Okay, yeah. we're safe.
1: So, this week in Luke um boys are back, uh, and uh, I hear... I haven't listened to it yet, I'll listen to it when I'm editing, but um, I hear that they've inserted a little something for you this week, so here we go. Really?
0: Much obliged, gents, Tom and Mark here as always, and it's great to be part of the Twill Nation this week in Luke Dawn.
3: And we start on Thursday night. Warrington were 40 points to 14 victors over the Salford Red Devils. Louis Karma truly demonstrated its ability to travel hemispheres and transcend competitions, as Salford's Super League place is now under threat. With mouthy owner Marwan Kukash threatening to abandon the club after Salford's six point deduction for past salary cap indiscretions was upheld. On the pitch, it wasn't much better. Sandow's two 40-20 kicks and two try assists for Wyatt were almost as important to the result as Salford's flimsy goal line defence was.
0: Okay, over at Hull FC, it was Hull 15, Leeds 20. And, of course, James Seguero's debut for Leeds confirmed what we all expected, which is that Penrith have got the worst end of the swap deal with Zach Hardacre. Seguero uh, added <clears throat> X-Factor out of dummy half and was ably supported by some of Leeds's homegrown heroes, rediscovering their past glories. Ryan Hall and Callum Watkins, most notably having their first useful performances of 2016. Hull was short of some big game names and some big bodies with Ellis and Pritchard both missing out and an in-game injury to Carlos Tumavave, saw them become pretty one-dimensional in attack. Bottom side, Leeds were able to knock Hull FC off top spot in this one.
3: Over on the other side of Hull, Hull KR were 20 points to 19 victors over the Huddersfield Giants. It was a close and tense game between two of Super League's bottom four. Sam Rapier stood tall for the Giants yet again, but it wasn't enough. Ken Seo and Dane Tills were among the leading lights for Rovers as they nicked it, thanks largely to Giants' ill-discipline. Probably a good thing the result came out this way for referee Ben Thaler, as it won't be just the concussed Danny Brough of a sore head after this one. Mitch Orwood and all the H- Hulk KR fans are still scratching their heads after the penalty try Thaler awarded the Giants uh, to give them a lead that they still couldn't hold on to in this one in the end.
0: And it was St Helens 12, Witness Vikings 10 uh, on a night where England hooker James Roby made his 400th career appearance and he was the star of the show uh, with 156 metres at over 10 metres per carry and 44 tackles without a single miss. Now that's good stats. Uh, his side needed their talismanic leader too because Rhys Hambry inspired Witness and they were probably the better side overall but were unable to take advantage lacking any clinical edge. Over
3: in Wigan, it was 22 points to 18. That tells none of the story, really, as Wigan beat the Wakefield Trinity Wildcats. More cards than the World Series of Poker. That was just one of Anthony's shits where he wants Gelling's tweets as he took over the official Wigan Club Twitter account during this game. Uh, Wigan overcame two yellow cards and a red card in the first half to record a dramatic last-minute win against a Wakefield side that had no cutting edge. Wigan's injury and suspension depleted forward pack was still enough to control David Fafita. Meanwhile, busy Billy Wiz Jr. Lewis Tierney pounced on a kick from the impressive George Williams with seconds left to take the win and put Wigan
0: top of the table. And the final game of the weekend saw Castleford Tigers defeat the Catalan Dragons by 38 points to 24 and our hero served up another dose of dawn porn with a man of the match display that secured the Tigers' top 8 place for this season. Two tries, an assist and 145 metres with the impressive stat line uh, put up by the greatest Aussie to ever play the game as he will continue his farewell tour of Super League's top table. Justin Horro was amongst Catalan's strongest performers but the same can't be said of the Fat Touchy who was pinged for five penalties. Uh, The absent Glenn Blakely wannabe and Bubbles Carney were sorely missed for the Dragons, who will want to bounce back next week to secure an all-important extra home game ahead of the Super 8s.
3: All that leaves, as we say, Wigan taking over at the top of the table from Hull FC. Wakefield Trinity Wildcats are the only team really with a twitchy bum now at the bottom end of the top 8. They can possibly be catched by some Surprise results in the two remaining games of the Super League regular season. Um, Salford, Huddersfield and Leeds are condemned to the qualifiers and will fight against championship sides for their place in Super League next year. Hulkington Rovers may well join them next week. Uh,
1: Membership. All the components have arrived, so it's time for shipping. It's a pretty big undertaking, so I'll be doing them over a couple of days. Uh, But the first shipment will be going out first thing tomorrow. So I get excited, uh, memberships will be on their way. And uh, just, I get, it just depends on how many I get get packaged up before lunch with the other packages that I'm doing. Uh, it's a big shipment day on Wednesdays usually for me. So, um, yeah, I'll be packaging all that shit up. And yeah, so hopefully, I mean, hopefully I can get my some out tomorrow. That would be great if I could. Because uh, packing stuff like... Packing stuff in boxes is great because you just got tape, tape, stick, sticks, Yeah, but like packing stuff in satchels. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. But um, yeah, they're going out, guys. So uh, you get excited. And I am um, I was stunned when the last complaint, I wasn't expecting it for like another week and uh, worst case scenario. And thankfully, it came pretty much best case scenario. So it was great. We get them out of a week earlier than I'm expecting to. Um, Undeluded7 tweeted, said, finally got off my ass and sorted out of this weekend league membership. Hash, don't let me down. I'm not sure how we could let you down. So you know what you're getting and you're going to get it. The fucking the the wristband things turned out amazing too. Yeah, nice. I was very fucking happy with those. The, them and the shirt, the fucking the, the awesome pieces in there for me. Um, still still scarf talk on a blood buzzer Just add an asterisk to the scarf. <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's Matsy scarves talk. I only got on board with Twill late last year, and that, so that ship had sailed. Would definitely buy a scarf. So we will figure something something out uh, and, and see what we can do. and we'll put it to the masses uh, over the next couple of weeks and once these memberships are fully in the in the rearview mirror and then, uh, we'll go from there. News, okay, um, the first one, and there's been many allusions to it so far, the eel sex tape. There's uh, a video of um, Corey Norman involved um, in a sex act with a naked female, which was filmed by the woman. It's been shopped to media organisations, apparently there's, you know, I guess there's management, She's got going through like an intermediary to keep her, her identity. Is it, yeah. is it a she? Do we know it's a she? What I'm reading here says, yeah, it was filmed by the woman. So, yeah. And um, then there's another video, which is one that Corey Norman filmed himself, Snapchat, and sent to his teammates and other NRL players. And that was of a man snorting a white substance in a hotel room. <laughs> so, Protein powder? There's no suggestion Norman was involved in any illegal behaviour. Yeah. But uh, the Eels the are very concerned with allegations that Norman shared the footage with teammates and friends, but uh, both NRL and Paramount officials have not seen the footage. Uh, it is believed a Sydney lawyer, on behalf of clients, contacted Channel 7 and Channel 9 to sell the footage on Monday, which also included Norman's former housemate, James Siguiarro, trying to sell it for 150 Gs. Both 7 and 9 are believed to have viewed the footage, but both declined to buy it. But 7 described the contents of the video on its Monday night news bulletin.
0: <laughs>
1: so then <Ciguiarro> comes out. <laughs> I didn't watch the news bulletin, so I don't really know. But I'm just imagining, you know. I'd like to imagine like Gilbert Gottfried narrating the situation. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the the key. Um, So the Eels are investigating. uh, If the footage doesn't make it public and it's not supplied to Parramatta or the NRL, then he will potentially just, he can just walk completely from this. Yep. But a guy who's been the shining light of the team in a very fucking troubling season for the club. Yep. He's had the pingers thing that's coming up before court. Yep. Sex tape, drug tape. <laughs> Holy fuck! <Yeah. laughs> it, it's it's a very
2: fine line, and I'm conscious of the fact that because of my zero tolerance stance on other things that that players have done, mm-hmm. I need to be careful not you know to equally when the situation says okay well he hasn't actually done you know anything wrong there was no sexual assault there was there was nothing basically what happened was a sexual act between what sounds like presumably three consenting, three consenting adults yep, yep. um it, it, it's stupidity more than anything that's what yep. he's guilty of yep uh, and you know it it's not a good look for him to be in the same room as people doing drugs. Yep. Um, but let, let's be real, they are an aspect of society that that's gonna come out with certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, so best case scenario would have been him to you know buckle his pants and say, "Gee fellas, no thanks, not around me." Yeah. Um, yep. I'll I'll see you all later. The the sad part about this is eventually someone will buy the tape.
1: Yeah, or Eventually. there won't be any buyers, and so they'll just leak it because what else, you know?
2: Yeah, so, um, pretty low by this individual to,
1: to try and extort money out of him before and try and own the profit. you know, and goes. Only, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure that he, you know, probably wouldn't have realized they were being filmed or you know. On the same, who knows? T-
2: on the same token, and now did you say had he filmed her or was he only filming guys doing blow? The
1: the the one the Snapchat one was him. Uh, filming apparently and but the other one the one that's been shopped around was filmed by yeah. the girl in question.
2: okay so if yep. if he's filmed her they say because I mean if yeah, he's I've filmed her you, fair deal she's filmed him um, unfortunately if you're in the public eye this shit's gonna happen yep you know you don't wanna go around thinking everyone's out to get you but but if you don't know people, yeah, or if well, you're not Tim Matter said something situation. about
1: it too, saying that you know, like he didn't defend the actions, but he did highlight there was a growing trend of players that have been targeted by members of the public. If you remember the same thing, like Mitchell Pearce is a loose fucking individual. There was some dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. But he was like, you know, just general, just randoms, you know, that he went back to their place and one of them filmed him and that's how that all blew up. Yep. And so he said, everyone's a target who plays professional sport. Yes. You've got to realise there are people out there who want to benefit from your private life. No matter who you are, if you're in the spotlight, you're a target. Not yeah. personally, but I've seen behaviours where people seem to target celebrities and try to take advantage of them. I'm not in the social scene anymore. There's definitely people with that mentality out there. The bigger the sports gets in Australia and the more professional we become, the profile comes with that and the more people have to be aware of behaving in public.
2: Yeah, Tim Manor just sticks to Hillsong and their yep. child
1: abuse compounds. Anti anti gay funding. Fucking hell.
2: Yeah. Um, your genes. genes. And if you if you lined up all the things that that's happened to the Eels this season, this has probably gotten more play than it would have because it's the, the latest in a string off. Yep. Um but at the end of the day, sex tapes have launched careers. I'm imagining that if someone ever actually gets the footage, yep. what happens is that Corey Norman's there in the room, He's he thinks he's going to fuck this chick, he knows he's going to fuck this chick, he's telling everyone he's going to fuck this chick, but then all of a sudden, Ben Hunt and Dally Cherry Evans and Anthony Milford run in and fuck her first.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um oh Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yay! Good job for not buying the tape. Uh, I'm I'm not certain. One of them won't buckle. Pay the person under a, a confidentiality clause, yeah. and then say that they've had it
1: leaked to them by somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, in this in this digital day and age, I mean, it's just like if you pay that 150, where does it stop? The digital world—it's not like you're handing over the one exactly. and only fucking little cassette tape that came out of the camera, yeah. and even if the, you know, what's to say that wasn't fucking exported to, some, you exactly. Know, like, so, yeah. Um, but
2: you know, hey, the, the fucking media loves a scandal, so
1: they do. But it's, it's it's very salacious and you know creates its own headlines. But in the scheme of things, it's very, very low on the list of uh, misdemeanors, really. I've except got, except for the people in it, like, oh fucking, you know, how a three-way, how, how disgusting, but. Look,
2: if anybody would um, like to have a three-way with us and film it and try and leak it again,
1: like, I mean, there's been so many, off the record, there's been so many off-the-record ones. It's not funny. I mean, yeah, like huh. we always we we go the extra mile for the listeners. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, go that extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> Next, the NRL will consider registering Jared Hayne for the rest of the season if Parramatta officials cease their bitter feud with the governing body over the salary cap saga and move to rebuild the club. The Eels are preparing to launch an audacious bid to lure Hain back to the club this season after the code-hopping superstar was left out of the Fijian Sevens Rugby Union squad for the Rio Olympics next month. The June 30 transfer deadline only applies to Rugby League registered players, meaning Hayne will be able to join the Eels this season if the NRL approves his contract. However, it's believed that they are unlikely to do so unless the Eels agree to undertake a series of governance reforms and fast-track, fast-track the process to elect a new board. The Eels would also only have room in the salary cap to Squeeze in for this season if they agree to f- Kieran Foran's release request from his multi-million dollar contract, which is close to being finalised. It's estimated the release of Foran would provide the yields with an additional 250 Gs for the remainder of the season, which is close to Hayne's estimated value for the final three months of the rugby league financial year. <coughs> yeah. I just think I understand that they could they, they could do it, you know, but you know, with Foran, I understand they could make it work, you know, figures wise. I still think it's just such fucking bullshit, though. Like these th- these guys can continually rot the cap for years, and I was on board with the penalty that they were that they were given at the time, you know, months ago when it yep. happened. But they've taken so fucking long to have drawn out the process to actually implement the penalty, and then they implement the penalty and, like three days later. More shit comes out. Yeah, it's like the the fact that they didn't when they are busted that they didn't come clean and like all the cards weren't placed on the table then and they're still fucking doing stuff after they've been punished I mean at what point do you just go this is a fucking never ending quagmire of fucking cheating cunts yeah the, I was, you know, we've tried to deal with you guys you haven't fucked off the five of you guys that, that, that you know handled it all you haven't fucked off so if you can fuck off you haven't cooperated with it because I saw a video with Greenberg and he's saying, Look, they have refused to cooperate in any way with anything we've yeah. done, so I have to yeah. come to this decision to bring this, you know, Im- implement this fucking thing. So they haven't they haven't cooperated at all with anything. So at what point did you just go, Fuck it, you zeroed off, no chance of finals, go fuck yourself? Yeah, you can have Jared Hain next year. If I, mm. You know, by all means, sign next year, but fuck you, you, you cheered your asses off, yeah. you didn't cooperate with us. Things like you know dispensations and shit like that, and things yep. that we things that require us to rubber stamp. That shit happens to teams and, and organisations that fucking play ball. Mm. You cool. guys haven't played ball one time. Go fuck yourselves. Come and talk to me next year.
2: See, so, they they wouldn't have to grant any exceptions though.
1: No, but they have to rubber stamp his contract. Though they have to register him to come back.
2: Yeah, but which is again just. Just a formality. There's nothing yeah. that would prevent them from doing it, so you would think, you would assume. No,
1: no, there's nothing that would prevent them from doing it other than their
2: willingness to do it. So it's not like they're asking for an exception or anything. If no, no, it wasn't the Eels, yeah. and it was another player, like we just bought on a mid-season transfer online yeah, yeah. from, from England, Yep. there is nothing that would have caused them to not do it as long as our cap was in order and paperwork was in, in order. Cap was in
1: order, everything was in order, yep. That's exactly. it.
2: Yep. So that I don't think should change, because it's the Eels and, and Hayne, um the first thing though with, with the foreign situation mm-hmm. I got a nasty feeling that this may turn into the new I don't want to be at this club anymore.
1: Yeah. Um The Sunny Bill situation was so messy it kind of didn't become a standard operating yeah. procedure. Um but
2: it's it's that case now and it'll be really sad if it does that that people are using a, a condition that is real and mm-hmm. And debilitating.
1: He's not... Yeah, he's not the first... He's not the first to do it. Just to... To get yeah. out of a contract. And I don't think he is, to be honest. I mean, he seems pretty fucking messed up, to be honest. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I've got no love for the dude at all, but, like... He does seem... He, to me, it does appear to be very legitimate issues. Though, but, what I've, what I've seen some some people bleeding about on Twitter is that, oh, well...
2: You know, great. If we let him go to get Hayne, then what happens if he comes back next year and plays for another club? Well... Okay, that's the price you pay for that's, for taking Jared don't, Hain. Don't release him. Yeah,
1: and then um, fucking wait next year until next year to get Hain or you know whatever. I mean, figure it out. Talk to Jared, and ta- talk to Jared, talk to Jared and taking less or something. Yeah, so yeah. As, look, as as long as
2: everything is now above board with the cap and who can say that it is? I don't mind the NRL using him as a a pawn to get to get things that they want to happen moving and to get a timely resolution.
1: It seems like I um, think that's what they're sort of doing.
2: I, uh, Around that though, I don't know what Jared Haynes' intentions are If he can't go back to the Eels Is he in a situation where he's saying Hey look, Eels, I'd love to come back for the rest of the year um, yeah. But if I can't, no worries I'll just train privately or I'll fucking train with I, you guys I'll go to East, that's um, what happened And I'll, I'll come to the Eels next year Or will I turn up to East? Yeah
1: I saw. I, I haven't read anything specifically from Haynes But I did see a a headline and a little quick blurb that said i don't think it was from his mouth i think it was from like you know friends or associates or mm. something saying that this would that his return was a business decision and so to me that that is almost like yeah. the saying that that removes the that the that, love that removes the love and you know any sentimentality that means that oh he's automatically going back to the eels yep. so you know, t- I take it with a grain of salt. I didn't read. I, didn- I only didn't read into that article or anything like that. I just saw that just literally what t- it said.
2: But talking about you know personal brand, mm. which is fucking crucial mm-hmm. in this day and age, he may not want to go back and associate his personal brand with Parramatta.
1: But he also can be the, you know, it's sort of, you know, where he started and, and he can come back and be the saviour. Yeah. and You know, there's there's the flip side as well. But then, so. he'd,
2: you know, he'd, he'd probably be able to rationalise it to himself that, oh, well, look, you know what, there was some dodgy shit going on there and I don't want to be involved in talk about yeah. any more of it. Um, so, just looking at East next year then, they've got fucking Latrell Sprewell mm-hmm. out the back. Mm-hmm. They've bought Michael Gordon. Yep. If they get Jared Hayne. Yeah, r- where, do where do they put
1: the other two? Flash would be on the wing, you know, I guess and yeah.
2: You know. Yeah, well he yeah, he's probably been bought for his boot. Yeah. More than anything. Um he's in a El Masri style acquisition. Yeah. You'd put where would you put um Latrell Mitchell? I don't
1: know. You know, they wanted to bury him out in the wing earlier just to get him used to you know, first grade and things like that. Yeah. So, but then you've got you know your existing wingers as well. What happens with those? You'd, you'd think
2: Copley would be the one that misses out, unfortunately, based yeah. on
1: form. Well, yeah. I know. What's, I know There's nothing particularly unfortunate about it. it. Just is what it is, right? i oh, I got a lot of time for Dale Copley. You like it, nice man. young lad. You know, you like Dale Copley. You love the man. He was
2: very polite <laughs> to the uh, the brothers under nines when they went into the sheds. Yeah. Before Andrew G got punted.
1: Yeah. He uh, the, he let him um, have some solo. The bananas. <laughs>
2: ben Hannant was there handing out Mormon books.
1: <laughs> magic underwear. <laughs>
2: you want to know why it's magic?
1: Magic compression underwear.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you know, look, again. The. I'd, I'm trying in my head to remove the eels at a management level yeah. that are fucked up pieces of shit. Yep. And the football club trying to get over this abortion of a season
1: yeah so maybe I should, go to, I should go to Perth for a while to think about it think about what they've done we've spoken about this why are you <laughs> inflicting them on Perth yeah, what's, what's Perth, Perth ever done yeah, what's Perth done for us lately I don't know exactly you can't think of anything can you
2: what's what's the biggest like piece of shit nowhere town with ADSL one internet up?
1: I have no idea you tell me does that do like anywhere in the country? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've no yeah. idea. What's well, an old, like, abandoned
2: mine site? Do they still run Olympic Dam? Are they still digging out Olympic Dam? The fuck would I know that? I don't know. You're a fucking citizen of the country. I might have read something somewhere.
1: Yeah. Well, you could just send it up to fucking like, Moran Bar or somewhere that's dying. Yeah. Like, you could send it up there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but then the other teams, what well, the other 15 teams do to deserve going there every fucking year, twice or once or twice a year. See what I'm saying? There's a victim somewhere. I mean, it may as well be the eels, right? That is it. I don't deserve it. Um, And continue on the eels. It's a very eels themed Mm. news section this week. But, you know, I'm not sorry. It's just these are the stories, especially in Origin Week where they, you know, it's all gallon fucking wanking, you know, shit. Um, The uh, eels. Fucking cheating because Jason Irvine and Scott Seward have admitted to what amounts to theft and fraud in an attempt to honour under-the-table deals for cash payments to Parramatta Rugby League players. This stuff that came out this week, and I, I'd love to know when they admitted it. For there was this, it's come, only come out this week, so I don't know if it's admissions that have come after the, the other stuff mm. or, or not. But um. Seward, the former Chief uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Yields, and Irvine was a former football manager, they admitted the players were paid in cash, which was removed from the takings of clubs and merchandise sales. So that's where now we know where the cash... You know, we were talking about the inflated, you know, this and and so on. You know cash is king, Irvine told, told investigators, of removing funds from merchandise sales before proceeds were banked. The pair also admitted to participating in a scheme in which two suppliers were told to inflate invoices to the club. When the club paid the invoices, one supplier returned the inflated amount by way of cash, which Irvine personally collected. Okay. Another supplier paid the money received from the inflated invoices into Irvine's credit union account. Irvine then withdrew the cash and handed it to Scott Seward, who paid cash to whichever player, in quotes, was hammering him the most. I didn't think it was illegal, Irvine told him <laughs> <investigated the union. laughs> But he acknowledged the practice of inflating invoices to give cash payments to players was shonky. By the end of 2014, (laughs) Irvine and Seward were desperate. Their predecessors had promised thousands and thousands of dollars in under-the-table deals, which had been negotiated in cafes with nothing more than a shake of the hand. The players are like animals, you know. They feed whenever they can. A frustrated Irvine complained to the NRL about players and their agents paying for their unwritten deals to be (laughs) honoured. According to his signed statement, Seward told investigators by the end of 2014, they had to find $589,000 to honour these unwritten deals to players. Seward's statement indicated that Peter Nolan, the then recruitment manager, and as far as I understand, is in recruitment at the Broncos now, um, was aware of the details with most of the deals. He said that when he took over as CEO in mid-2013, he expressed his concerns to Nolan as to how he was to find the money. Uh, In his statement, Seward told him not to worry because people will help us out, in quotes. He then said that uh, Irvine said Seward was really under the pump severely once and phoned Tony Herman, a former under 20s coach whose company Green Options was doing groundwork for the club. Mate, we need 30 grand, (laughs) fine claims Seward told Herman. According to tax invoices obtained by Fairfax Media in early 2015, Green Options was asked to transfer three amounts 40,000, 32,000, and 17,490 into Irvine's credit union account. (laughs) It just goes on and on and on. And on, <laughs> and you know, they they bring up the name of Nathan Pete, which is like if it's you know if it's true I guess it's true, but if it's not I would sincerely hope that he's looking into his legal options, at, you know, at the against the club and uh, against Irvine particularly because he's, he names Nathan Pete and said that he told he he, he said it was diabolical. Um, Irvine told investigators about the six grand he gave to Peats early last year. He claimed Pete had said, "Mate, I'm not playing footy no more unless the club honoured his arrangements." Irvine told the NRL it wasn't his job to know every rule inside the NRL. His job was getting players on a bus, feeding him, and making sure no one got caught at a strip club. Well, look what's happened now that he's <laughs> not <in> the chair. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell you what.
2: It That that whole fucking attitude... Yeah. <laughs> ...of even now that now that they've been
1: done... Yep. ...of that, well, it wasn't my fucking job. How do you expect me to know all that? Yeah. Isn't mate if you're the one if you're the one with the brown paper bags I'm pretty sure you know it's a cultural issue and the only way
2: Parramatta move forward yep. is for that entire regime to be rubbed out yep um yep. for and, and I've I've seen it happen in other companies where at senior level there was um you know rotten people yep and that shit permeates deep and yep. the only way that it changes... ...is to sweep them out. ...is to sweep them out. Um, it that That's plain and simple what needs to happen with Parramatta. Yep. Um, I, again, sincerely hope, and I've said this before, that the NRL is actively communicating with whatever law enforcement agencies is applicable in these situations, be it the tax office, be it... Um, yep. ...be it feds, be it anybody, to to have them prosecuted not only from an NRL standpoint, but for all of the other dodgy shit they did. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, again, separating the the football club from the management side of things, they need to go. There is no way forward for them. Yep. And And the fact that they're still hanging on and, and considering, you know, at, at what stage, what needs to happen yep. for these people to realise, well, that there is no coming
1: back from this. You would think that the the point when the NRL itself is like, we are fucking slaughtering your club because you refuse to fuck off. Yeah. Like at that one point they're like, come on,
2: you know. And then the unfortunate thing is, nothing changes. Yep. Unless fans start voting with their wallets. Mhm. Um, you know you don't you don't want to be so fucking powerful. An empty Parramatta Stadium. Yeah an empty Parramatta Stadium with a campaign on social media somehow to the players
0: mm-hmm.
2: saying, this is not for you. Yep. This is for so we get the, the cunts that cut got us into this of, mess. Yep. And as soon as the money starts to dry up, then, then the club has to act.
1: Or maybe they could do something where the fans go to the game, but then they stand up at a certain minute. That's a powerful form of fucking support in protest.
2: Yeah, especially if there's only, like, three people doing it.
1: They can stand up at the 12th minute or something to lament the 12 points they were docked or something. Wow. Symbolic. So powerful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um yeah un- until until people start voting with their wallets, which is tough to do when it's a team you're passionate about,
1: Exactly, you don't want to. you want to you, you're like I'm the guy like I'm fucking supporting yeah. this through thick and thin like you know these exactly getting, I'm know, there yeah. for the players, yeah, but as long as
2: people are still buying tickets to those games, mm-hmm. as long as people are still fucking jotting down to peter wins to to pick up their jerseys, Yep. um there's, there's no, they won't get the fucking
1: message through. Sure. Yep. and it will never, it will never happen because like the players actually are really digging in. Yeah, as evidenced by the game last week. So, so the, you know, the fans will always want to support that. So yeah. it, it would be impossible to get buy-in, I think, for like a complete one hundred percent. And you need, and it really needs to be a hundred percent. You can't have like one guy in there. Yeah. Kind of like the, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, the boys. <laughs> fucking all day there's <laughs> <laughs> like one dude in cavernous fucking just chucks a beer bottle onto the field they <laughs> oh, it oh it's fuck. oh fuck and you can just hear every word because he's the only guy this <laughs> one guy's talking to himself like a crazy person <laughs> every time they panned the crowd <laughs> you'd hear like you hear like the, the sideline dude like you'd hear his voice just like echoing around the because there's no there's no noise to drown him out <laughs> oh he's funny um Just quickly, Dylan Walker, fucking dumb cunt of the week, and I mean, you know, we've never really had that as an official award, but I mean, he would have, you know, at least collected it for the second time if it was a real thing. Um... (laughs) Fine ten thousand dollars by Manley for punching his apartment door on a Saturday night. Uh, the statement said that he um, his partner drove him to Saint Vincent's Hospital for X-rays and treatment. Uh, they met with the CEO's officials. They admitted he struck out with frustrations, stupidity when he had trouble opening the wooden door to his apartment. Um, he'd been out with friends until ten p.m. on Saturday because Manley had to buy. So obviously he's pissed. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there at the door. I've never really thought to punch it though, like because <laughs> it, it's drunk. I mean, as drunk as I've ever been in my life. I still yeah. realise that that's, that's not a viable it's way to, It's not really a way to open the door. They don't. It doesn't work like that. It's not the fonts, It's not, not a jukebox. <laughs> it's not a jukebox. I mean, it's not going to work just because you hit it. And you're not the fucking Fonz anyway, let's face it. Was he trying to punch a hole through it and oh. get it from the other side? Reach through. Deadlocks don't work like that. I don't that. know. What I hope is, I, just, I, I sincerely hope, though, that it's not just like a Solidarity cover story. You know what I mean yeah and like he's like I'm not saying he punched her or anything like. but you know he punched the door because you know they know, you know <coughs> fight or some bullshit like, I just I hope it doesn't come out that it's, it's something like that I mean I'd much rather think he's a, a dumb cunt <laughs> than like a, just a, a actually like a low life piece of shit uh, look, so, I'll tell
2: you what if if they were having an argument and he mm-hmm. was pissed and he still haven't had enough sense to punch a
1: door yeah. instead of a person well, I mean, yeah, puts him, uh, you know, far ahead of, you know, some other yeah, examples. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, yeah, look, uh, tough one. Obviously, the clubs handled it the way they saw, they
1: saw fit. Yeah, and, um, you know, just at a time with, you know, injuries and whatnot, you know, four weeks, cheers for that. Yeah. Good it, one, especially in a run where you've got some easy fucking teams coming up again, in the future.
2: it'd be great if, if he was, you know, surrounded by people that were, you know, fuck, man, you've had a rough season, it's starting to come good now. Yeah, you've got drop from Origin, you're probably going to be a bit emotional, maybe don't sink 20 beers you know
1: well that's- you know with Dylan Walker I'd be encouraging 20 beers because if not you know, fucking, you know shooting heroin or something <laughs> yeah, any, you know if you're drunk yeah. your, your motor skills are diminished to the point yeah. where you're not chasing any dragons so <laughs> so maybe yeah, from that standpoint you know alcohol is the, the lesser of the evils when there's form on the board can't somebody give Dylan Walker a spliff exactly well no they can't because if you contested for that, contested for that rant you're yeah, okay. suspended for two years so yeah no probably not a great idea Do you what no one's ever smoked a spliff and punched the door yeah probably right I was just going back to <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think. Of, uh, I was just thinking there was one time where I choked someone unconscious, but um, then I realised that that actually there was also like this like cinnamon schnapps or something involved, and I think that was the that was <laughs> That's the, that was the key catalyst. <laughs> Recaps This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. I hope you guys got on to the people's player polls after the matches. Uh, I haven't had a chance to get in touch with the guys to see if they saw any spikes or any interesting results. I mean, like, I would love to have seen... (laughs) you know can we skew that can we skew it this week we get six games we'll go in, we'll, when we go into the games this week for, that are coming up let's try and find someone to be the people's player and see if we can get like a real Scott Mendo up you know uh, for sports made to change their entire feature to you know, the Scott Mendo of the week on that note did you there was a, someone sent out a tweet um,
2: there was a picture of a, a fucking uh, Broncos training it was something like the legend returns and it was Lockyer yeah, yeah. I had to fucking triple take at that photo because at first glance, I thought it was fucking Scott
1: Minto. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty much undeniable that they, that they do share there, DNA. There is some genetic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. So, I mean, that, and maybe that's why Scott Minto was so amazing, like because he was like the, the, the lost Lockier. He was like the bizarro Lockier Yeah. Grown like, in a lab somewhere. Like the lost Lockie was the one, the one, I can't remember his name, the one to play for East up here, you know, the, his brother. <laughs> but then Minto's like, you know, he's... Like the Jon Snow of the lockies. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, uh, the the sportsmate trolls again on top, uh, but with their stats, they got some fucking good stats. Oh, good stats. Erebus Chaos tweeted them and said, "Hey guys, after the player with the most losses, who has the most origin losses?" hashtag Good stats. And they replied and said, "Another surprising one." Oh, I love it. this. Is delicious. Player with the most origin losses. Is Queensland legend Meninga, 17 losses from 32 appearances. There we go. So he can shut his damn mouth yes. when it comes to things like Paul Gallen and so forth. And fucking cheats at cards too. I'm sure he doesn't, yeah. And he's got murderous DNA as well. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not a lot to be excited
1: about. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, cranky mouth, kicking eskies and, you know... Short political careers and so on. Um, and then I said, oh, wow, what a loser. Remind us of his coaching record because I remember the whole esky kicking and you know, yeah. how ill-fated he was. But he coached 125. I can't believe he coached 125 games for the rambunctious Raiders. Jesus. Win rate, I thought it was much less than that. Much less. I was caught out win rate of 52.8%, which is 78th all-time among all club coaches. Fair enough. I wonder how many coaches there's been, like, you know give us that stats and they've got hashtag R stats. How many coaches are there and who's the worst coach ever? I think we need to have a criteria though because I think if a coach came in first season shat the bed get fired like they might have like a a 12% winning record or something but they only coach for like seven games or something. You need at least a two two season sample size. Let's say one season full season let's give them 26 games. Really? I'd say, I'd say too. There's not a lot of coaches that I
2: can remember that have been punted after one season. Like okay, somewhere bit, there you go, Sportsmate.
1: That's the one. Um, very interested to know. Um, search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Um, it's Mutsy tweeters and said, I always love the TWI Sportsmate section. Hashtag go to trolls. Hashtag good stats. And RPOP said, uh, Thanks for the League Live Apple Watch tip in last week's episode, Jay. I'm all over it now. Get over it. That's good. Yeah. Apple will be pleased to know that two people bought Apple Watches in Australia <laughs> as
2: well.
1: <laughs> I didn't buy mine. I've got a hookup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might need to get that hook up actually. Uh, I think uh, the lady's thinking about getting herself one so. Mm, we can do that. So, go. Yeah, I think be, there'll be a new one out in September, though, probably, the next... Yeah. The, the when, when's
2: there. the new bunch of Apple shit drop? Yeah. Usually in yeah.
1: September, so. But you we'll know, see. She's sort of tossing up between, like, you know, like, getting one of those, like, a Fitbit with a screen... Or, or like the Apple Watch thing, so I was like I wasn't trying to sell it on either of them, it was just like
2: well, it depends if you want to be able to change channel on your T V with your watch or not. It's pretty fucking dope. That's that's about the only useful thing apart from sports mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that good huh? Or
2: you know, I can uh, I can go here yep. and I'll find a mate with an Apple Watch. Can you play
1: Pokemon Go on it? I
2: don't know that'd be mm-hmm. handy so if I get my mate with an Apple watch here yeah see that little thing that's touching him oh that's the heartbeat thing uh, the... no I can
1: oh, ok and you're sending him a picture of a cock and balls this is riveting listening yes so ok so you're drawing an a cock audio medium yeah because okay, so you're there drawing you a cock and balls and then what's he going to do send back like well he'll get a little tap on his wrist and all of a sudden he'll look down and there'll be cock and balls there <laughs> and he'll
2: see cock and balls <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is, it's changing the world, people, technology. <laughs> and I re- I'm convinced that that's all that happened in the, this is after Jobs died. So how much, so how, <laughs> so how much cock and balls transfer are you getting? Like, you know, is this like something you, you you torment old mate with, like, on the regular or what? Oh, no, just every now and again. Yeah. You can't let him get used and to it. how does he respond though? Does he send back like, ha ha very funny kind of, or is he like? Ah, oh, it depends. He it right deal. Yeah, you know, try and draw some boobs or something. And yeah, it's not yeah, very yeah. good. No prize for second, mate. I just sent yeah, no. your fucking yeah, meat exactly. Meat fucking hairy balls. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, get an Apple Watch and get sports, mate, on your Apple Watch. Exactly, and then and you two can send cock and balls to Jay. <laughs> Hook him up as your your Apple Watch friend. <laughs> and get crazy, creative on the Mr Squiggles. Um. <laughs> What's he done? Did he come back at you then? or what? Nah, no? <laughs> <nah, not yet. laughs> uh, On to the games from last week. Um, the Parramatta Eels 22 defeated the Sydney Roosters 18 at Pertec. Crowd of under 8,500 in attendance. And uh, the Eels 22 tries to Michael Gordon. Uh, Manu Mao got a double. Uh, Clinton Gutherson also with a try. Uh, Michael Gordon, three or four conversions. The Roosters 18 came from a double to Latrell Mitchell. Boyd Cordner also with a try. And uh, SST with one conversion. Jackson Hastings, two from two.
2: Did you see um, Manu interviewed after the game?
1: I didn't see the interview after the game. I he's probably didn't stab somebody. He's either a complete psychopath. Well, he, would, he did do that time. Or so, yeah.
2: the most zen, deep thought
1: motherfucker ever. He's not Charlie Gubbies. Or he's been dropped on his head. The fact he served prison time leads me to believe a. Well, he's not like a you know political prisoner. No.
2: Okay. Yeah. Actual prisoner. Yeah. Um, I thought the others did fairly well in this one when when they lost Semi early on. The the game was was fairly evenly matched, and both teams were trying to take the ascendancy. Yep. And and I thought Semi going off was was going to be. The, the straw that broke the camel's back that I've had so much shit going on it was
1: almost like wrestling
2: he'd he come back thing, and,
1: like like yeah, yeah of course he's of course Sammy's go you know goes off early in the game yeah. he's gone for like fucking most of the rest of the year um, so so
2: credit to them for for actually sticking in there and not being completely fucked in the head yep. um, I do think against a a more more cohesive attacking side they would have been overrun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Corey Norman is, is developing into a fairly good leader. Like I'm fairly sure that with him and Seguiaro, he got to pick which end first. Mm-hmm. Renowned stick um, man as well, yep, coming into it. his game. So, uh, but and he's, he's always had, had ability and, and talent, and I've spoken before about... Likes the party as well. Skillful players, um, play talent players and, and behavioural-based players. Yep. He's always been that skillful player. And, yep. and what you tend to get there <coughs> is that the, these are people that have cruised through on natural ability and they've always been told how great they are. And so taking risks isn't part of their repertoire. Getting their hands in and getting dirty isn't isn't part of their repertoire because it's got a higher risk of failure, failure, failure.
1: <coughs>
2: and, and they can't stand to do anything that has the risk of them not looking brilliant. Um, but he, he's actually learning now that he can get in and, and really take a team with him. I'm not sure... It's it's going to be enough for them this season, but you could see the people around him lift when, when he up the tempo. Yeah, well, he's a of contract too.
1: Mm. And I saw a thing today saying that the Dragons are looking to offer him 200 Gs a year on top of what Parramatta are offering him to bring him over there. <sighs> he's not worth that kind of money, but I think certainly that the Dragons fucking use him. They could, um, but the, you know, again, Corey, Corey Norman's played like Corey Norman this year
2: on the back of some fairly spirited forwards yeah. at Parramatta. Yeah. And he's not going to get that at the Dragons. No, pack of cats. And and I just hope that he's got someone giving him giving him that advice.
1: I want to say cats, I don't mean Frizzleman Nizzle. He's awesome. But um No, no, that, no, no.
2: no. Yeah. Everyone but um but you know the the Roosters, you know, they've had their, their troubles off the field this this year as well. But on paper, they're still a very, very, very good football side. Mm-hmm. And they should be in a much
1: different position than they are. Yeah, um, it it's like they um, can really they can really drop a fucking year though. Like, yeah, they can really like just put a year in that just everyone forgets. Yeah, like grand final to fucking gutter to grand final again. Like, like they can in recent history they are the swingiest fucking side. Like, it's crazy, like some things like good years, bad years, but the the there's a difference between like you know top four and and the bottom half of the eight. Yeah, like, that's it. Know, like, yeah, but like they'll just go fucking wild swings <laughs> when, when they
2: tank, it's a assuming. Yeah, yeah,
1: the needle just flies from one end of the spectrum to the other. And
2: and it's the thing about Mitchell Pearce. You know, talking about Corey Norman, he's developing that ability to lift a team and, and bring a yep. team with him. Mitchell Pierce doesn't seem to have that. And I don't know whether it's a trust thing because of what he did to the Roosters and, and his behaviour causing him to be out <coughs> all year, but but he's out there trying and trying and trying and trying. And the rest of the team aren't going with him. Yeah. So I don't know if that points to deeper just issues. Confident. I'm just it's confident. Having a shit year. But that's not working. You know, Latrell Mitchell again. Uh, again, he he can have his own pre-recorded segment for his games. Brilliant attack. Uh, left wanting a little bit in defence a couple of times. Yep. Uh, but definitely he'll uh, improve as a player.
1: Um, at Ben R forty seven, the real MVPs of the power game are the refs and the bunker. Yeah, it's it always it, it's it's more exacerbated in a in an East game. I oh, find. Yeah. Um, at Angry Stink, the Eels really dug in there. What a cracker of a game! Mm. Hashtag respect. For a Manly fan to say that disgusts me, to be honest. Cruzy zero six. Do the Roosters have a right at claiming refs' fault after the Eels got away from touching the ball before the no try ruling? Yeah, look, mistakes are made, but I think East, East had that. they had that game. They had it, regardless.
2: Yeah, it, look, you know what? If they'd have called that it touched the, the Parramatta finger, yep. then they still had to pack a scrum, mm-hmm. feed the scrum, get the ball out, and score in one, maybe two tackles. Yeah, yeah. And that's no guarantee. Yep. And what would have happened? is they would have gotten out of the scrum ball would have gone to Pierce and it would have been a kick up in the air for Tupu Yep who
1: May or may not
2: have Yeah yeah.
1: Yep So Yep Uh, Momo underscore teabag Corey Norman x-factored the x-factor at the exact factored right times What an (laughs) x-factor I'm done and I feel cheap Hashtag no regrets (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mr. T-Bag. <laughs> and uh, Jay, thanks you even more. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs 32 defeated the West Tigers 22 at ANZ in front of a crowd of just over 16,000. Doggies 32 came from uh, tries to Mbaye, double to Brett Morris, uh, Hopper Jr., Curtis Rona, and Sam Perrett also with tries in Mbaye was four of six conversions. Tigers 22 came from tries to Kevin DeGama, uh Josh Adokar, and Jacob Little. Uh, four of four conversions to Moses and a penalty goal. Can you
2: believe that the dogs
1: and how they played are mm-hmm. a top four side yeah yeah I actually can you think that's a top four side oh not this not this game but I mean like we've seen them when they're fucking on though like, oh when know, they're on like yeah. we, we, like when they fucked up the Broncos the other week like like they, they're definitely like yeah. when they do that you go yeah, yeah. okay I can, I can see it. that
2: but has there been a top yeah. four side that you can remember that's been so week on week off week on week off It's oh, a fucking good question
1: I'm trying to think I can't yeah it all it all depends on the ebb and flow of the season that we're going through at the moment. Mm. At the moment, we've got a couple of teams that are winning, you know, most of the time, like Storm and, and Sharks, obviously. Yep. And then there's a pack of fucking teams that, like the Broncos, are winning heaps. Now lost heaps. Cowboys, you know, through Origin, they're going to be, you know, sort of win one, lose one. Yep. And so there's a lot of these guys that are in the, in in a similar sort of pack that aren't asserting their dominance. And Dogs are just one of those. Just, they just happen to be the best of those at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's it. Like when they play shit, like this one. They still win. Mm. That's the difference. Um,
2: yeah, in, look, in, in West obviously went into that knowing their advantage. Um, they're two very al- almost counter um, styles of play. The West with their their fast outside running backs and and their ability to to score tries from from any yep. length on the field. Uh, and and the Dogs with their more classic forward based attack and yeah. and you know, uh, ball playing forwards. The it, it worked well for West early on. And they also continued with, with that aggressive edge defence last week that saw them take, you know, more than a few intercepts. Yep. What they didn't do so well was was adapt that when the dogs caught onto it. So that that's fine against an opposition of fucking simpletons like they had last week where even after two intercepts we'd still throw cut out passes. Yeah thinking that, oh, this time it'll work. Um, the dogs were smart enough to go from spreading the ball wide early yep. to the forwards dummying, having the defender on their their fringe come in, and then that offload the short pass, which yep. created space for the line break. Um, that sort of thing, they're a young team, you know, and, and they're going to learn that, well, if something works... One week against this team, you can't just go and do the same thing against a different team the next week and expect it to work just as well. Um, The the Dogs' discipline let them down in that first half uh, and let the Tigers off the hook more than once. They had, at the end of the first half, the Tigers completed the first half at 100%. Yeah, crazy. They did not fuck up a set (laughs) for 40 minutes, Yep, which isn't that amazing when you think about it because if they started at 100%, where's the only way they can go? <laughs> um, and, and the dogs completed it at 76. And I think by the end of the game, it was about equal at mid-80s Yep. from memory. Um, so for the Tigers to complete 100% of their sets, the dogs at under 80, and for them to go into half-time locked up, that that's probably fairly telling. Um, they went back into their shells in the second half, and I think that's what ended up costing them. Yeah. The... The downside of them having so many creative players across the park that can score brilliant solo tries whenever they want, like um, Drake, out on the fucking wing for them that yep. did the Tedesco impersonation. Yep, yep. Um, you know, they've, they've got that ability all over the park, but what it means is when their backs to the wall, the players that should be their leaders aren't the natural leaders. Yeah. Uh, Brooks and Moses really didn't didn't know what to do. Yep. Uh, and and look, that'll come with age. You know, the other, it seems like they've been around for ages, but they're still a a young halves pairing. At the end of it, it was six tries to three, which is probably a better reflection of the game than the scoreline with kicking letting the dogs down. Yep, which is something I find incomprehensible. If you look at the the kickers, the dogs have had the yeah. El Masris, the Halligans,
1: oh, yeah, before yeah. oh, that. Yeah. Historically, it doesn't mean there's like you know, this strong fucking DNA that runs through this guy when they strap on a jersey. No, there's not. But how fucking
2: hard is it to say to Haslam, "Hey, we'll, we'll throw <clears> you <throat> this. And we need to come down and be a kicking coach for him for you know two yeah. days a week."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm sure I mean, he still lives in the area. Yeah, but but how much of the kicking is like at the end of the day? You know, you set your best option up with you know tutelage and stuff like that how good, you know they're not going to be a hazard, or, no, they're, or not, a they're, not gonna,
2: they're not going to be a hazard, but again at six tries to three when yeah. you're still potentially losing the game yeah something needs to be done about that
1: yeah yeah I think I just need to find people better at kicking frankly at the moment they're just dealing with what they've got but um yeah uh, at Wally Frogmore the decline was never in doubt hashtag run HIV <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the base chapo Addo Carr Chats absolute shit When he scored his try And for the rest of the game He got banged Hashtag tigers in decline With the five in there Hashtag cocksucker What did the face thing mean? I don't know Did you see that? He, sc- he yeah, scored his try it, Yeah it was, it was some weird Like fucking like, like, Celebratory thing right? I'm pretending I'm Sigourney Weaver Oh well that was like It was like, yeah, it was like that. It was, it was Doing doing that thing And that's like it was, it, He wasn't like, like Trying to be like John Cena right? It was like Well, yeah, you can't see me like that that, that thing, right? Who's John Cena? Oh, for fuck's sake. What? First referential Retard of the Year, is it? What? You've done so well. Oh, you don't know who John Cena is because you've never seen him? Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't see him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're actually, legitimately, you're not even fucking
2: joking. Oh, wow. Okay, What, is he one of your wrestler guys?
1: (laughs) Well, <laughs> one of my wrestler guys. He's, like, a wrestler guy, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so yeah. he's, like, a WWE guy that's been... Like, so I don't even I don't even watch it, but it's, like, he's been there for... I don't even know, but, I mean, I'd have to... If I had to guess, like, what is it, 20... Surely he's been there for over 15 years. Really? Yeah, a long time. And, okay. like, one of, like, the the top, you know, like, pushed kind of title-having publicity sort of dudes.
2: So he puts his hands in front of his eyes and says... You can't see me That's
1: was like a Yeah you know You can't see me Fucking thing Yeah that's yeah, one my, of these things My
2: two year old does that He actually thinks When he puts his hands In front of his eyes I can't see him
1: Yeah well there you go Great yeah. Big John cool. Cena fan Someone's put it on <laughs> Someone's showing YouTube videos Of John Cena Oh no, that's just How you play peekaboo When you do. two <laughs> uh, Wait 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 um, The GT351 Underscore John's Scrappy wind doggies, But I'll take it Stayed in there And brought it home Well done Penrith Panthers well fucking no let's read this the other way around the way it actually happened Cornelis Island Sharks 26 (laughs) defeat the Penrith Panthers 10 the Muddy Puddle just under 13,000 in attendance the Sharkies 26 came from a double to Ben Barber Mitch Brown Joseph Paulo, and Luke Lewis also with tries Chad Townsend 2 of 2 conversions and a penalty goal Valentine Holmes missed a fuckload of goals which kept it closer than it needed to be Panthers 10 came from tries to Latu and Yo Ivan sorry Ivan Cleary Nathan Cleary 1 of 2 conversions
2: yeah, Val Holmes. It was almost like he was distracted by something disturbing, and yeah, you know, it's almost like crazy he'd seen. Yeah, like it's,
1: someone had tweeted him about you know ejaculating week in, week out for about six months, and he
2: doesn't know if it's real or if it's a dream or if it. And you know, could that person be in the crowd? Does it? Well, he doesn't
1: know. He's walking down the tunnel, and he gets like a MIGS flick pass in the face. <laughs> And then he gets gets in the dressing room and, like, you know, Flano's like, yeah, (laughs) what did he say?
2: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) What a fucker of a game. Was the best thing that came out of it was that black cat and the Photoshop she, battles she that followed.
1: Fun. And I mean, amazing work to whoever the whoever the, the newspaper photographer was who got that fucking great shot with all, you know, all four feet off the ground the cat looked fucking do amazing.
2: We, do we know who actually started that Photoshop stuff?
1: No. I do okay. not know.
2: Because the NRL themselves got that photo yeah. and tweeted it yeah. to Soward. Yeah. And he... Again, go credit to him as a... And
1: who did that actual sound one, though? Or who actually did it? I mean, I've, I saw it sent to us and some variations sent to us, but do we know it was wasn't one of our guys that actually did it, though? I right? don't know. If it was, put your hand up wouldn't be properly credited. The one that I didn't see, which would have been good, I mean, you, you could have easily got the fucking... The, the kid on the back, like, and never any story. Like, just you could have photoshopped him directly, directly onto the cat.
2: You don't, you don't mess with
1: Perfection. Was perfection the James Yard one. one? I was going to say, don't don't talk And about the soured one
2: turned into one with him with two
1: revolvers in his hand. Yeah, and I have, a, I don't know if Nortz did that one or if he found it and just sent it to us. That was cool because it was kind of like it wasn't that wasn't quality photoshopping. That was like gun emoji stuck on top th- of the hands. <laughs> like, like probably segura. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Oh, there's would, no eggplant. It would have been eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> well, there would have been an eggplant on the, you know, the groin, or yeah, you know, the, the cat would have had an eggplant. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey Jamie, can you please stop going pew 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 and go eggplant eggplant eggplant?
1: Um, but you see, like the, the fucking dude, the Bondi vets tweet him going, "If you need help, fucking finding the, you know, getting the cat in, you know, I'll fucking help you." And, you know, just it became one of those things.
2: Mm. Yeah, good, bring people together,
1: distract them from the
2: terrible. Result. Much, much prefer we actually won fucking football <laughs> games. There is, and you know, Penrith fan, friend of the show, and all-round nice guy. Mm-hmm. said it beautifully when we were chatting about this game he said we, he's pretty much in worst fear um, territory from when Griffin was signed and that's exactly how I am on this it, rugby league at its purest form is a simple fucking game and there are two sides it. there's attack and there's defence and three sides if you count sex tapes. Um, but, yes, we have a team who's who exceeds at, at that unstructured style of attacking football. Mm-hmm. You cannot then have an unstructured defence. Well, no. Nobody knows what their fucking job is in defence.
1: There's literally one time in history when a team with that <laughs> attitude has ever succeeded.
2: Exactly. Ever.
1: Exactly. So, um,
2: no. And you, you can't have players who aren't 100% on their job. If you look at the successful teams in the last five years, mm-hmm. the one thing they've all got in common is that they were well drilled, which means that when they were fatigued, that when stuff got confusing... They that had when something to both- default to. Exactly. They was solid as fuck. Exactly. Yep. And, and there <clears> is <throat> nothing of the sort like that in Penrith at the moment. Right. To go up against and and you know, I saw the shit. Yeah, oh well we've got no Moylan. um we had no Mansour. and we've look, we've got other injuries. We've got um you know Tamari Martin's out and um uh, Hicku's out and all that stuff. I don't care. It may be now forever. You, yeah. You you prepare your team. Mm-hmm. you know and, and your defensive structure, again, it's not like you're riding Defensive plays and and different formations as you Sub-and-wise do an attack. Some guys
1: don't know what the yeah and you know just the whole thing comes down because one person doesn't know what the fuck's he's supposed to be doing. That's it. Yeah. Oh
2: fuck! They called sparrow. Does that mean left or right? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, the the only thing that really should suffer when you got those players out is your attack. Yeah. And if we'd have gone into that game and the the attack wasn't brilliant, there was you know one one of the tries was off a, a crash ball which. Which is the, the simplest yeah. play in the world. Um, but the defence shouldn't be like it is. Yeah. Ben Barber should not be able to make a break and then have three players so unaware of where the other one is yeah. that they all just pretty much pat him, pat him on the back as, yeah. as he goes through. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking farcical and the best offence in the world is no fucking good to us. If there's no backup in defence. And the players don't seem to realise that if they want to make the eight, and when we've been lucky, we've sat around that sort of, you know, sixth, seventh yep. spot for most of the year, then they probably fooled themselves. Oh, Parramatta's above us, so we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, slide up there. Up spot, yeah. Where are you now, motherfuckers? <clears throat> yep. There needs to be something done very fucking soon about the structure of that team, or all the fucking Griffin's legacy is going to be is fucking the heads of some bright young players. Much
1: like he fucked the heads of Brisbane. <sighs> like <it>. and <laughs> and for someone like Phil Gould who is usually something such- has fucking happened there and I would love to get the real story. We'll never will we ever hear it I don't know. But I can't believe how readily accepted that move was was by the fan base and by the media in general, and no one fucking just kept digging and say, no, seriously, you had a really badly injury, injury-affected season, the team didn't look that bad, you know, really, in the scheme of things. And, and I remember- You've and- got a coach as renowned as, like, he's clearly a fucking great coach- Oh, why the and sudden who, move when there was no whispers about it or anything it was just like one day he's who, fucking gone who
2: took a team of fucking half nobodies to within yep. one game of the grand final yep it's you know uh, and then there was something around well look yeah I know we've got injuries but at the end of the day we're a professional sporting club and you've got to learn to deal with that Yeah, but, you yeah. know ju- just as you've yeah. got your fucking it's a results driven business yep. yep fucking right now he is a professional coach and yeah. even though we had players out he has to be has able to, to, to deal make with it. He has
1: to work miracles. Well, no, he doesn't he doesn't have to fucking work miracles. But he has to be able to deal with it. Yeah, that was that's the official lie and like I I don't fucking believe it. I do not believe it. It's it just seems really fucking weird. And it wasn't like when that sort of verdict is given by the, you know, the guy who's making the decisions that sort of verdict usually comes after six months of speculation of like, this is going to happen if this doesn't change. And there was nothing. The season yeah. was pretty much, the season was done and it was, and then all of a sudden one day it's like, oh yeah, he's flicked. And you're like, yeah. huh? There's yeah. like zero fucking rumblings a week out.
2: It may very well be something as simple as, you know, Ivan, your boy's going to be ready in the next couple of years. You, you know you can't coach him yet. Yeah? I don't know why we seem to have fucking incredible success with father-son coaching teams. <laughs> worked beautifully for us previously, um, but it it's it's one of those things that I I really hope that there are and and from everything you hear, Gus isn't the sort of man to 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 shirk a tough conversation. I hope there are some very fucking tough conversations going around with coaching staff. Parents at the moment, yeah, and also with up and coming players. I'm not saying that they don't have any effort, and I'm not saying that they're not trying their guts out, yeah. But about their structure and their discipline, and how they go into games with their attitude, yeah. Because there's nothing worse for a player's career than you know getting your NRL debut, playing half a season, then getting dropped again back to obscurity, yeah. It, uh, it it's mm.
1: tough. Yeah. So. Um Well done Sharks. Yeah. Big big uh, big tangent there. But now, uh, Wally Frogmore. I heard there was a cat running on the field during the Panthers game, but I thought Moylan was out for origin. Uh, <coughs>
2: Jamie Soward's cat in the hat.
1: Yeah. So if you know. wanted that one to but, be funny. But he's if, no because Jamie Jamie is a non entity
2: now. No, well if you wanted that one to be fucking funny, should have said, I thought Soud had gone to England.
1: You thought yeah, but he thought yeah, well maybe so, but um instead he decided to target and. Because Moilan deserves it more. Fucking Moylan deserves it more. He deserves a fucking kicking, and he's going to get a massive kicking on Thursday, too. Holy fuck. Yeah, fuck. I hope he's ready. I hope he's deleted. I mean, if he's got his social media and <laughs> anything that he's likely to see, he needs to delete the shit right now, because <laughs> it's going to get fucking ugly. Yeah. Ben R47. Brad Fitler pulled a rabs and called a uh, Wanga Blake, sis Wanga. <laughs> <laughs> this week in raps. Luke Shark seventy four. He, he also
2: to, just on that note yeah. called uh, Lani Latu, Latu Lani, <laughs> which is still the same person. But, yeah.
1: Luke Shark seventy four having to dip into the reserve stores for this week's bag of dicks. Hash a global bag of dick shortage. Hash peppercat, Hash up up cronulla, Hash oh. twenty one in a row. Settle the fuck down, son. You
2: know what. There are some fucking Icarus motherfuckers out
1: there. Oh, well, you know, let them let them enjoy it. They've got they clearly forget what happened in two thousand and eight. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you know one thing to go in there and you know tantalisingly close to the, to your dreams, going to get absolutely fucking blanked. Cruzy 06. Even though the sharks have another win and another special edition memorabilia release, is that black cat an omen for the end? Hmm. Jim Man Bear Pig, part one of two. Ode to the uh, Panther Sharks games. Hardaker overrated. To the cheerleaders, I masturbated. Shot my load. I was sated. For an explanation, my wife waited. Special K defense was ill-fated. I thought Valentine Holmes had scored, so I celebrated. Poetic. <sighs> the Blue Steelers. At least the Panthers' fan, the Panthers' left fans, collective anuses in peace tonight. Hash can eat chili again. <laughs> Hash, did. where do I get my bag? Hash of dicks cunts. Yes. <laughs> and. Monday Night for Bitch, the Canberra Raiders 26, defeated North Queensland Cowboys 12, down a GIO, crowd of under 8,500, um, no doubt Canberra's getting to that stage of the year where it's cold as fuck and people Canberra don't want Canberra do Canberra is a thing? Uh, yep, the thing is uh, is real. Canberra's 26, Whiten got a double, Josh Hodgson, Aiden Sees also with tries, Croker three or four conversions and a couple of penalty goals, Cowboys 12, came tries to Cohen Hess and Josh Chudley, uh, Ethan Lowe, two of two conversions. It's
2: been 24 hours since that game mm-hmm. I haven't seen Chudley being called the next somebody, have you? No. Which I think is an absolute fucking record
1: I still... <laughs> What about Hess though too I mean, also there's so much Bundaberg love on the timeline <laughs> when he scored
2: Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate surname
1: Which on Chudley? Hess Hess, why is it unfortunate? Oh you know, the war criminal Yeah, come on now you gotta shut the door on that shit eventually it's only been like fucking 60, 70 years <laughs> it's not like his name's Hitler you know what I mean it's like <laughs> or Goering or you know, Goebbels or I mean they're like you know they're the more like the A-listers <laughs> when it comes to kicking, <laughs> kicking people with ovens like... <laughs> would, would that be the next deal breaker it's
2: revealed that Corey Norman's family 20 years ago changed their surname to Norman from Goebbels
1: <laughs> It's possible.
3: <coughs>
2: yeah, there you oh,
1: yeah. I oh, yeah. one of one of my best friends in school, his his last name was Nelson. And um but he was completely purebred German. And as it turns out his family they moved to New Zealand at one point, uh before they moved to Australia and he's basically just changed the name from like Reinhardt to, to, to Nelson <coughs> So mate the um You never know when you've got the when you've got these more criminals in your midst, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <sighs> Camera seem to have
2: arrested that um that second twenty slump they've had where where they've been leaking a lot of points. Yeah. And given given it was against a less than perfect Cowboys outfit. Very de- very depleted. Origin <sighs> Yeah. Um but the the fact that the Cowboys stuck in there for the first half and yep. for the majority of the first half looked to be in the contest. Um, made for some, some fairly entertaining viewing. And even with all of their origin stars out, you know you still had Tom Malolo running absolute yep. fucking riot yep. through the middle. And and Lockie Coote, I think, was in a, a better position this week without the number six on his back, whereas he could still play his natural role at fullback, but just be more involved in each set from an attacking point of view.
1: Can I just get a clar- point of clarification here? You were happy with Lockie Coote's performance in Fucking game. love me some cooties. I know you love like, I know, but I mean, this particular game... Oh, no, no, no. still it, up in his
2: shit. No, he he looked, he just looked more comfortable than he did last time they had uh, Origin players out where they stuck him in the number six. Yeah. So okay. he was improved from that game.
1: Yeah, at least I thought he's, he was pretty fucking poor, to be he's,
2: look, he's, he's not a, a natural half... Good player. Um, Sorry, what? <laughs> um but uh he'll you know obviously he works much better as an option when Thurston's involved as opposed to being yeah. the main man himself. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um
2: but the the Cowboys really showed what it means to lose a powerful forward pack. You know again we spoke about it at the beginning of the show with mm-hmm. with underrated players um a, a quality forward pack like they have is I'd, I'd say at least
1: fifty percent of their success. Yeah, but I, I also would say. I mean, we everyone knows that. That's like, the, the, there's there's nothing underrated about. The, Man, like, I still know those guys I still shit.
2: see a lot of junk out there of you know brick walls. Yeah, you can run into things. Um, yeah, you know, back backs can do anything. Three times better than forwards can do.
1: Oh, Why who, don't he? Who says that stuff?
2: Man, there's a lot of shit on Twitter. Oh, you know. Yeah, there is a lot gee, of shit. They, Correct. They, they they spread the ball early and 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 made forty meters. Gee, what an original thought. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the the Raiders fucking Kurt Baptiste. How old's he now? It's it's hard to tell, isn't it? Is is he the world's oldest young man or the world's youngest old man
1: this is the thing it's one of these it's, it's like that Jamie Lyon thing like yeah. is he like skinny fat or is he like a fat dude like you know like, I, I don't know some things aren't meant to be known <laughs> it's, like, um, Who, who how'd the, how the fucking how'd the, the, the Egyptians get those big ass blocks up there to make the pyramids? I don't know magnets how do I they work I, I, I don't know um, but why it, do cucumbers taste better pickled I, there, there, there are things that the human we haven't opened our minds up enough to understand like you know maybe future generations you know what yep. them. all the time that you were
2: saying that yeah it was replaying in my head with Morgan Freeman saying it <laughs> <laughs> and it was fantastic
1: <laughs> you know what I'm thinking now I'm thinking of that, I'm thinking of that fucking um, that uh, incredible thoughts song in the of that yeah. uh, what um, if a butterfly was made out of butter <laughs> Some of these thoughts could kill big brother. <laughs> um,
2: but, um, no, the, the the Raiders, again, across the park, look fairly good. Um, Blake Austin seems to have gotten over his injury and, and seems to be back to his rampaging best. Yep. Uh, and, and he's at his best when he's just running at the line. He's pillaging best. He, he's, he's raping and pillaging best, I suppose. Yeah, nice. He's going to be the techno-viking. Um... So I think, again, yeah, the the Raiders find themselves one point out of the top four mm-hmm. going into that post-origin period. So I think uh, good old Sticky would be absolutely delighted with where they find himself.
1: And gee, hasn't the whole Ricky Stewart is a fucking terrible coach piss that cunt off? Hasn't that talk really subsided a lot in the last <laughs> couple of months? You can nearly find a... <laughs> <laughs> a bad word said about the man now. coach, <laughs> you remember him? You remember, him? He, he he won premierships with the Roosters. <laughs> Great coach. <laughs> yeah. we're, glad, we're lucky to have him. Premiership winning super coach. I mean, you remember that, that, that when he started his career and he was like undefeated in every grade for years. Do <laughs> you know what else? You know, you know what else Ricky Stewart can be thankful. That NRL rookie show. He was on the <laughs> original <laughs> pilot. That's right. And they pissed him. They pissed him off there and like, and, and like I've heard some things about that show. I don't mm. think I'm allowed to say them though. But um, Offline There's it been some creative line. fucking editing on that show And I believe there's some problems with the person who wins <laughs> Just put it that way <laughs> So uh, yeah, Oh that reminds me of another thing I heard that I can't say Fuck. There's some good stuff came across my desk this week <laughs> Sensational <laughs> like, like, like you go Which Queensland player Which Queensland State of Origin player Yeah Got the clap and trying to get like team doctor to to, to get the, the medication <laughs> through because you want to go to a doctor and front up about it mysteries really legit mysteries <laughs> yeah so why is
2: why is it an embarrassment to go to the doctor and say I need some penicillin?
1: Don't I've done. it Don't ask me. Ask your first try scorer. Now <laughs> um, tweets Andy Kins. Cracker Raiders game tonight Not a full 80 But two points Ricktastic win And a white on game (laughs) Look I hope I said that correctly Because it was very It was very visual And and punny Either you
2: know In Gus We Trust I got on White and first try score After Gus picked him on Twitter
1: Yeah Tough shit to
2: all you Cunts that are blocked Because White and got paid And so did Jay
1: yeah, what was, I mean, realistically, I mean, he wouldn't would have been, like, more I than, like, seven like, bucks yeah, I think like. it was 6 I was going to say, he would have been one of the more it, favoured options, right? It's not putting me in a different tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't realise that Gus had blocked me until you you sort of, you know, quote-tweeted it, and I was like, oh, what did he say? And I clicked it. <laughs> you have been blocked at the request. Yeah, fuck Gus, yourself, you fat cunt.
2: Gus, I know you listen to the show. Tired of getting
1: blocked. Dead set. Just, I'm doing nothing. I'm just fucking trying to live my life. I was try- <laughs> trying to bring public po- podcast with that oh, you? I-, I could live very easily i mean it's very since whatever the update that happened with twitter about a month ago it's made it's made my life a lot better because i remember in the past you'd block someone or they'd block you but you'd still see their shit retweeted from someone else Ooh. and you're just like look everyone's blocked each other here can can i just not be fucking reminded that you- yeah. your dumb ass exists at yeah. all But now it's great because that actually it it effectively works like that. Nice, and it's good because then you find out when you block two in these cases where you don't even realise it. But um, you know, fuck you guys, Um, Jamie. Look, Jamie, I want to shout out your Twitter account, but it's really fucking hard to tell how many underscores you've got in here. But it's Jamie, and then you know, at least two, maybe three underscores, and B. Uh, Feels weird beating up on limbless cowboys, but i have had far too much pain in the last 10 years to care tonight. (laughs) That's cash checks. And a fantasy underscore NRL CEO, which is also Jamie from another account. Uh, Apart from one (laughs) tri-assist, Jay's love child coot was poor tonight. On the other side, white and cash checks and smash blokes. And I was speaking of smashing blokes. I was going to say, did we talk about the charge? Kyle Felt's going to fucking spend some time on the sidelines. Three weeks minimum. Minimum, like, people are sort of talking like this is but, probably worth fiver, yeah? Well, they're saying with an early guilty
2: plea, he'll get three.
1: Yeah. If he
2: contests and well, okay, loses. Well, he's not going to contest. No. no. he's just going to
1: get three. But it was... A f- yeah, it was, it, it was, was brutal and cheap. Yeah, yeah. It was brutal off, and cheap. Late, off the ball, high, and a shoulder charge. <laughs> he pretty much ticked
2: all the boxes. And not even the chance of having the... Look, I on I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I pulled that run or, yeah, or No, I thought he was going to get the ball because the yeah. ball was passed. He was past up him and, like up and it went up yeah. his head. Yeah. Like it was a high floater. When I
1: saw that, it never looked like there was any any mistake that you know that he was going to get the ball. No.
2: No none, never. None at all. Whatsoever, yeah. And it
1: and again, you're like, you like know,
2: cheap shots are, are exactly that, they're cheap, but yep. it wasn't even as if it was you know, if maybe if you, you could
1: claim, claim accident or timing or you know fallen into you know, you any playing, of those sort of things. Playing Penrith playing.
2: a couple of weeks ago, that's the perfect thing to do to Jamie Soward at the beginning of the game. Yeah, <laughs> like he he wasn't going to win them the game by taking Croker out for the last
1: no forty seconds. No, that's right. No. So, no, it was then literally in the eightieth minute of the game. Yeah. So you know, crazy. Um, where are we? Ah, popsh. To quote my mate at azzy Nine AU, Ray Thompson makes Glenn Hall look like Wally Lewis. I agree. He simply cannot execute. Mm. It's true. It's a glimpse into life after Thurston, I suppose. I mean, like Morgan's good and all, but how many years has he got left? I have no idea. It doesn't feel like anything's imminent, though. You know what I mean? Like, did you, like you don't. I don't, I don't see him. Ret- it's it's one of those guys, though, too. Like I guess, like and you know, that where you just think you don't think about there being a finish line. The,
2: the difference with Lockyer, though was as Lockyer's career got on. He injected himself less and less and less into a game, yeah, yeah. And, and that became one of his, his hallmarks. He, he knew yeah. when to, okay, yep, give me the ball in this one and, yep. and get it on. Thurston, I don't think... Look, I, If you'd have asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have said he doesn't have long left because yeah. he had those those years where he was injured for, yeah. for six, seven weeks at a time and yeah. was always going down, but...
1: Yeah, I I, I don't see any I think he can do that. Like, like you said, I think he can. Yeah. And you let Morgan take the wheel... As long as there's family
2: with uh, Chrissy Sandow addictions,
1: (laughs) he'll be playing. (laughs) He's got to keep earning... Uh, and uh, this, this Glenn Hall thing, it's funny. Like I know, I know that that uh, that our pops sh- hates Glen Hall, but fuck, I was watching a YouTube video of the 2008 final series with Manly. Oh fuck, he was amazing. And, the, and, <laughs> and this try he set up with his rampaging run, where he just fucking clean line break, <coughs> selective passing. Like oh, I was just just fucking outstanding. I mean, you, you need to look at that Premiership fucking winning god. And uh, and then like I said, he brought that premiership fucking culture to the Cowboys. So you better put some respect on it. At Ben R forty seven, the Cowboys proving yet again they can't win without their Origin stars. Well, yeah, they've they've been ambushed pretty much like they've, this whole Origin period for them. Yeah, they've, they've been ambushed by teams that don't fucking deserve it at, in at and, away from home. And, and let's be know. frank, yeah,
2: losing one Queensland Origin player, yeah is probably worth the same as the Sharks losing all of theirs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) With our fucking selections. Harsh. And, of course, uh, Broncos, Manly, Storm, Gold Coast, Knights, Dragons, Rabbitohs, and Warriors, all with buys that round. Previews for the uh, upcoming games, and of course we've got Origin as well, uh, tomorrow night as we're recording the show. Um, look, honestly, with this whole fucking into 5.8 thing, someone, I believe it was, oh, I know, I, I'm trying to think which handle he did it from, I don't want to give him the appropriate credit, but it was um, this boy Nick Campo uh, and Footy Facts... Uh, on on twitter as well i can't fucking remember his exact handles, unfortunately but he um you, you guys know who he is um yeah he writes yeah, journalist and uh and but he said something I'm paraphrasing this because i'm going off my memory but he said that the problem about New South Wales, is says, they pick players and they put them into positions where they where they like where they'd like them where they want them to be, not what where they actually yeah. you know not what they actually yeah. good at, you know, yep. like where they where they think that they should be or where they want them to be. That's it. Oh, like look, wishes, you know.
2: I know you're a fullback and you're not
1: the state's best fullback. Um, we think you can be a five eight and we want you to fill that role. Yeah. So go. Can you imagine that in the real world? <laughs> yeah. Some fucker goes for a job as a, a truck driver. And they're like, look, I think you got a fucking promising future in brain surgery, sir. Yeah. I think if you got on the tools and would have just, just opened that fucking dome up, and I think you could do some magical shit.
2: You ever heard the expression, it's not brain surgery? Yeah. It's not.
1: <laughs> so, and that's all I just feel like that, I mean, because... Moylan, it's like the progression. Moylan, he's a, he's a young Darren Lockyer, so therefore he has to be fullback that pr- migrates to 5'8". To yeah. Has to. It's just because how can you and, be a young Darren Lockyer if you don't do that And that's that the thing. Transition? He,
2: his kicking game, his attacking short kicking game isn't developed. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be running at the line, you know, breaking through and, exactly. and throwing passes.
1: He's like Baby Giraffe. He's he gets
2: monstered at this level. He is a sweeping ball-playing fullback. Who has no position, no no business being in the middle of the field? Mm-hmm. It, it's fucking ridiculous, and I'm happy that this means we will hopefully see the end of fucking Laurie Daly. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we will, well, we definitely we've seen the end of Paul Gallen in a sky mm-hmm. blue jersey. Yep, and, and if somehow Farah could crossed, become a hopefully, that, then, yeah, then, yeah, keep
1: fucking Robbie Farah back out of New South Wales, and you know, keep you, you know, keep you guys, your performers. Like, Maloney, he's bought himself another series for sure. Yep. Um, hopefully, Wade Frizzle. Graham dominates. Frizzleman, Nizzle, he's, he's there. Jackson, yep. he was great. He's, yep. He stays. He stays. Yep. Tedesco, I'm hoping he, he delivers what we expect from yep. him. I hope he stays. Um, other than that, Jack Bird, I hope he develops and comes yep. on board. Um Hamau, obviously, he can stay there. He's been quite good. Um, for feeder has potential to be good, if you know. Yeah, lazy as as he, fucking schnitties. I was, I was going to say, still such a lazy cunt. Yeah, Klemmer, he's got the potential to, you know, be one of these guys. He to could stay be an animal. Too. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, I, I see him as like, you know, like a, I don't know, like a potential sort of a sort of, you know, dude. Yeah, do, that's you know? it. But, um, and not just because he's bald. Just yeah, just that that young little cunt.
2: Yeah, just you know? just that angry. I will fucking run at you and run at you and run at you and run at you. Yeah. Um, everyone else can fucking get in the sea
1: look at that back line with the exception of of Maloney and Tedesco and dead set (laughs) fucking justify your existence all you cunts seriously I don't think they can no Ferguson She never been picked Dugan It's like it's Ferguson, it, like, they picked him. Remember they picked Ferguson and Dugan and that was, it was like, oh, the bad boys off the rooftop, they're fucking, they're back together again. Reunited. And then, and then so then he goes out and fingers the chick against their will and, you know, that yeah. whole thing's thrown into disaster. Yeah. And it's like they still know, but no, oh, hey, they're eligible yeah. again. Let's, let's get the fucking rooftop and, boys back in the and house.
2: And nothing to do with club allegiance. Yeah. I don't think Mansour disgraced himself. Uh, yeah, no, well,
1: he's he's okay. Well, well he's, he's he, didn't do, he, didn't, he definitely didn't disgrace himself.
2: And playing outside Michael Jennings,
1: yeah. Well, he was never, was, you know, yeah, um, Gandalf Jennings, yeah. So,
2: um, I, I think he's there for a purpose to you know score some strong tries if he needs to, and and also to do a little bit of work in the middle of the field when the forwards get tired. Innovative
1: idea, maybe get him some ball. Mm. The only ball, I, I honestly, the only ball I remember Mansell getting was when he was bringing it back off a fucking kick at the yep. end of Queensland set. That's it. And maybe, like, you know, picking it up from dummy half and, like, you know, taking a load off the yeah, forward, you know, in that it. sort of scenario. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe let's see what he can do. Mate, I see Queensland winning this one and winning it Me too. convincingly. Me too. And so hopefully it brings, you know, opens the door for, like, the turbos, turbos and, you know, some of these guys getting in there mm. and uh, a bit of fresh blood. and. Toddy Turbo won't play Origin. Tommy. Toddy. Tommy will be the he'll he'll be uh, the he'll be the the origin origin fullback that plays on the wing in Easter He's changed
2: his name out of his love for Todd Byrne. He doesn't love Todd. He Todd does. Burn.
1: He doesn't love Todd Byrne. He's
2: all Burns. He's modelled his whole fucking career after him. Ignoramus. Even Scott Sattler was fucking shopping at Westfields, and he ran past
1: him, going chase me, chase me. Uh, and this is even after you saw him he with pinched, one, with, uh, with one ankle he requiring surgery in the, with one with one ankle requiring surgery at the end of the season this is the way he fucking gave fucking cleaves of 5 law a fucking half a field head start and still mowed the cunt down he
2: he stole oh, he stole Sattler's wife's handbag just so he'd chase him
1: your vendetta against against Tommy Turbo is just is quite frankly ridiculous and you've got bigger fish to fry with this Moylan cunt staring you in the face your personal shame is going to come back to kill you by about fucking 10.30pm on Wednesday night. Fuck. As long as he gets out uninjured. (laughs) That's a big gift. You'd you'd rather have this healthy shell of a fucking boy that's just been ruined. (laughs) ruined for the sport of rugby league. And you know what?
2: It only gets worse. Because he's not going back to a coach that has any sort of idea about
1: the game at all. He'll be under the post after. The, he'll be under or- the post. Like they'll be, yeah. Penn really get a, a try put on him in the next round, and uh, the next game they play, and he'll be there, and then they, uh, they'll score, and they'll be under the post. And, like you know, the captain's fucking barking like, he's, and he's just like, yeah. You see, just, just in his eyes, he just, just his fucking choppers, like, and he's just in fucking arm. Um, just getting absolutely beast fucked, just he's <laughs> back
2: and all of a sudden there's just blood streaming <laughs> at the same time just from the nose and the tear ducts yeah. and out of the ears <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why I'll be laughing at that it's terrible for the young fella um, <laughs> until the black cat comes up and just licks a little bit of it <laughs> <laughs> the black cat the like, slide <laughs> and then the whole time it was more than spirit animal <laughs> fucking lot of there are a lot of references this year just like from a very wide <laughs> lots of references so if you're still with us after all of that I see what people are saying and the people are just going yeah okay tick 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 wow Glenn would have just fucking killed himself uh, Friday Night Football uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons take on the Gold Coast Titans wow what a marquee matchup mm. um, so Dragons before the bye absolutely diabolical fucking carve, carved by the resurgent eagles the Titans template, you know, staying with it, doing better than we thought, not having enough to get but over the Yeah, couldn't quite end. get it done. Couldn't quite get the job done. This one, I think the Titans, <laughs> this is a chance for them to get, you know, back on track. Yeah, this is their get stepping stone. Dragons, oh, they're fucking, oh, they're, I reckon they're shot. Yeah. I feel like they're fucking shot. And if teams can't beat them, then that's on them. I now, think they're ripe
2: for the picking. Frizzell and Dugan have been
1: named yeah and they'll play you know um, they get broken fucking legs or something I mean they'll play I think, think Frizzella will be fine I don't think he's the yeah. injury one yeah. to have to worry about <laughs> um,
2: but you know for a forward more, more than much just going to take it out of yeah. him um, just uh, take Dugan out of their
1: side and they've got less than nothing fucking Ryan James another three point performance yeah get this Dalli M campaign back on uh, back on track yeah fuck yeah The mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Warriors over in Perth, potentially scouting for future homes for the Eels. Um, And Manly side, let's see what we've got this week. I've just had to have a look at it because it's the first time. Brad Parker on the wing. So, (laughs) look, I feel like a, I feel like a terrible shit cunt saying this, but geez, we're going to miss a fucking Willie (laughs) Harper. This is what fucking 2016 has reduced me to. <laughs> they do have the fucking. Is the, it
2: Stockholm Syndrome?
1: <laughs> this, uh, I mean, look, on the plus side, I mean, it's unfortunate that, uh, that uh, Matty Parcell's not back yet. However, based on the great performance against the Dragons in the last game they played, I think the bench is okay and the Packers is, is okay. And the halves are obviously great. I mean it's the optimal halves combination that we can that we can put together this season. So it just comes down to this backline. I mean, if the guys can do the job, I'm sure if you know, get the ball to, to George and get the ball to Tommy Turbo, you sort it. Even Matty Wright's a good player. Brad Parker, I don't know anything about him. I mean, I've heard people who do sort of, you know, follow the the Reggie's I mean the Reggie side is absolutely diabolical. And he's apparently not terrific and his defense isn't great. So, you know, that's wonderful to hear when you're going up against the Warriors. Um, Lewis Brown, he's probably he's, he's, he's probably a better center than he is in the pack. I mean, he's pretty fucking hopeless in the pack, to be honest. So, hmm. But, like, that's the that the back line doesn't give me a heck of a lot of confidence. However, the way that, like, the, the forwards lifted last time and the halves played and Tommy Turbo at the back, I still feel like they'll uh, you know, definitely be able to get the job done. Against the Warriors side, that's... Put a bit of fucking kilometres in to get over this one.
2: Lola Hayes on the bench.
1: I don't care, good. Why? <laughs> what I mean <laughs> This fucking McFaddy is guy, kind of, I mean, dead wow. sick. The whole the whole Harrell thing well, you know, results, the mm. dealing of with Harrell and a number of other players. I understand if the guys got on into still knocks and red Bulls, and need to be punished. That's great, but yeah. Harrell must have had just uh, must have been just a complete personal falling out with him as a coach, but to the point where he's like, I'm not interested in fucking dealing with you. You're going to languish, cunt, and yeah, I, I your management it. will get the ma- the message eventually and will shop you. And believe me, we will not stand in your path.
2: I, I heard that it was a passive aggressive thing. Okay. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't know how how reliable my source's source was, so that is yep. completely conjecture, yeah, f- you know, fourth hand information. Yep. Um, but it was just Connie basically thinking, well, I'm just going to be do as little as possible and scoot through, and oh, okay, I'll fucking show you that you're a useless cunt, and my failing will be your failing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, depending on rocks or diamonds. The Warriors had had some moments of brilliance, and I think it will come down to how fit Sean Johnson is for them. Um, he he was nursing was it a a hip or a thigh before uh, before last yeah. week. Um, if he's fully fit and and on song, then I think they've got enough strike power, especially with a little bit of inexperience in Manly's defensive line.
1: Just what just remember what happened to happened to the Warriors you know, in the corresponding round last year. They were soaring, looking like you know who was your coach last year. Oh, well, the fucking great, the great Jeff TV Esquire.
2: Who's your coach this year?
1: Fucking Baradius. And you want to compare the two? No, I wasn't talking about coaching. This is the thing was this wasn't something coached. This was an event that happened on the field. They swept the fucking leg. Sean Johnson and the Warriors' season career from fucking guaranteed, guaranteed top eight, yeah, potential top four that's right. to yeah. fucking barely duking it out for the. Oh, I've forgotten about that. Yeah. So, Ouch. so mate, if Johnny fucking sweeps the leg again this year. <laughs> You can fucking smack your hands, rub your hands together all you like, <laughs> McFaddeus. but ain't gonna, fuck, ain't gonna heal your season. Um, South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Brisbane Broncos uh, Saturday evening down at A and Z. look, at once. The look, I said it last time. This time, I mean it for sure. Surely, surely, this is the one. Like the Rabbitohs are a side that have. Massively under fucking performing. What's George Burgess? He in the seventeen, didn't he? Oh, sure, I saw something about him. Or was it was it last weekend? Did he play for fucking Norths? Like literally, he was like he was sent to Reggie's. Really? Yeah. So, look, oh. I don't. Uh, if the Broncos can't, if this is not the one that fucking sets them somewhat yeah. towards right again, then I don't know what to say about these guys. I mean, they will. They should absolutely. Sl- they need to win it. this game. They need to
2: win it convincingly.
1: Yep. Um, and yeah,
2: they should do so, even backing up after Origin.
1: Yep. Um, <clears throat> I agree. Uh, Newcastle Knights take on the Melbourne Storm at Hunter Stadium. Look, <sighs> even post Origin, even if the Knights pull <laughs> off one of the rare things where all of the stars align and they pl- actually play like a rugby league side, it's the only you're in the eleven. If anybody.
2: Needs a short-term loan to get on
1: Melbourne. <laughs> hat trick to fucking Goonie Googoo, but Laura at least multiple tries of Goonie Googoo. Maybe not a hat trick, but he's at least going to get a double. Um, come and see me oh, for very reasonable rates. Yeah, and uh, look, you know Cameron Smith, you yeah, know yeah, maybe he's not going to be you know one hundred percent, but Cooper Cronk probably will be, and you know, <laughs> given that we expect given that we expect Queensland to win the game and did I read somewhere Munster's back uh, he's not not named but uh, I also heard the same thing but um, mm. he, he's, he's not named as uh, the side I've got in front of me but jeez uh, if he's back shut the gate even more so yeah
2: it's going to be very interesting to see next year what, um, what Bellamy can do with um, the love child of Drake and Craig David
1: who's that at her car oh look he's 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 a young he's a young player very fast has a lot of potential and he's going to be going to a coach that seems to milk extra potential out of people who have none but also seems to smack the fuck out of egos yeah i think yeah well it's good thats, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, no, one definitely. of the one of the things that he he that he can improve But i' so. i
2: be, in, be interested to see if he if he you know, takes it on board and, and rises to, to new levels or uh, or if he um falters
1: yeah i th- i think you will turn him into like you'll be like goo-do-goo-goo. Mm. Your team, the guy, you telling me to go? You go? Wow, that awesome. Was. Panthers Panthers take on the Parramatta Eels Sunday afternoon, Channel Nine now. Muddy puddle. Look, somehow we're fucking favourites for this game. Do they think that it's the that, that <sighs> Parramatta have you know received their, their penalty and sex tapes and whatnot all circling around them and that's going to throw them off? They the way they dug in last week, all they've got to do is digging like that and they're going to beat Panthers because Panthers will beat themselves. Yeah. No. Agreed. 100. percent So I'm not exactly sure. Oh, I'd. Yeah. And I'm. I've, I've heard nothing about the steady hand of Jeff Robson steering the know, ship.
2: I've, I've I've heard nothing about this fucking experiment with Cartwright at six coming to a close. <laughs> so it's just like Griffin's,
1: just like oh, the um, well, kid loves to pass the fucking ball. Maybe we we'll get it to him early so he doesn't do yeah. it in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take. All of the advantages out of how he plays. Yeah, but also while mitigating all the, all the disadvantages of him like, throwing it in traffic to someone else, <laughs> to the other team, or dropping it, or... Oh, you the, know. The, the,
2: that's something he'd, he'd arrested, but, you know, he's... He's not the number six.
1: No. You know? um,
2: no, he's not. And, well, oh, the heartache is still on the team. There you go. Mansour and Moylan
1: are named. DWZ's there, Blake's there... Um, yeah, so this With it, without Cartwright car at the six though, it's not it's not a terrible looking side. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's down on troops as you, as you always are. I mean, the like Penrithers yeah. probably just accept that that's the yeah. way it is. Um,
2: Peachy's back in an extended bench. Um, I'd prefer him in the number six to be quite honest.
1: I, I saw I saw someone talking today about him, you know, being in nine. Peachy in the nine. Yeah, I saw. I don't know. No. Weird, even if he was, it's not the worst thing in the world for Peter Wallace to go to the six. No, it's he not. No fucking knows what he's doing. Like, um, you know, at least he can draw Wa- on his memories. Of-
2: <laughs> Wallace has been named. Doubtful little play. Yeah. I saw yeah. everywhere that the scans weren't. Uh, okay. Weren't so it's called so Peachy Denying, then, so, I guess. But, um, yeah, it. Pure, purely an attitude. If if yeah. we play with the attitude we had last week and the week before, then we will be absolutely
1: rooted. Yeah, and I think if the Eels play with the attitude that they had last week, then I don't think it fucking matters Correct. what you do. Uh, City Roosters taking on the Sharks. Monday night, Foot Beach, Allianz Stadium, in front of a crowd of about 3,500 people. Um, look, provided there's not some massive catastrophe in the Sharks in origin, like just some... Some decimation with the, all the sharks guys getting injured or, uh, but, you know, busted the, for Pep bust Well, yeah, just busted up in general. So that the, the you know Flano may yeah. be tempted to you know give them a rest or whatever. I think that I think they'll have their way with them.
2: But I tell you what, even looking at that that sharks squad without their origin players last week, and I know we we were no sort of opposition for yeah, them yeah. In, in Penrith, but um, I still think that team would come out and beat the Roosters. Ooh. Just with muscle and structure Yep um, You know you, You're still looking at a A team that's got Fucking jizz target homes Yep um, you know, Amongst others So it's not like they're devoid of attacking prowess
1: Yeah Yeah So yes, right, look, indeed, I'm, uh, I'm expecting Sharks to win Even though it's a Monday night And that's always a trap game For teams that you know You would expect yet to win
2: again If anybody uh, would like to borrow some money To multi Melbourne into Cronulla like <laughs> your very reasonable rates
1: <laughs> the fucking and uh, the Raiders Doggies Cowboys and West Tigers have the I guess the last buys of the year yep That is full time for episode two thirty. Thanks for listening everyone. As always you can interact with us on Twitter so far at TWI League Real Facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Make sure you hit the like button share the post around. Appreciate it. I don't think I put it up last week. It's fucking hammered. But um busy, not drunk. Um <laughs> no new <laughs> No new reviews this week, so seriously. Told you. the X Factors are done. Disappointing. I mean we're getting we still getting plenty of submissions each week for the this week in X Factor segment, but I mean and look, look. You know, to be honest, I don't care if the reviews are full of X Factor stuff. I mean, that's I'm like a motherfucking profit. It's great. It's great trolling you about the X Factor thing. But really, with the reviews, we just we just want an you know, honest and honest and balanced assessment of the, <laughs> where the show's at, and you know, to, to make it helpful for someone else who's looks in, looking at the show and going, "Wow, they've got fucking hundreds of reviews. What are they all about?" And go, "Oh wow, this is amazing reviews. I must listen to this show." And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're looking for. Um, Super Coach, the groups at the moment, the Wendells in the lead, extending it. The Pool Sharks have moved up. NZ underscore Magpie 54 in third. Ram and Robbo, he's going descending into the mines. uh, Bobbers, Silver Foxes, Dave's Doggies, Too Much Tuners, Far Q, All, and SFC. Round at the top 10. And Tipping, this round's not complete. The Origin uh, match does count. uh, So we've got a... Four-way tie at the top, Lemon, David Kingston, Desi's Ducks and Whitey. Then two points back to JB, another point back to Bulldog Wixie, another point back to Axes On and SNS and another point back to Michael Rothery and at 99 So it's good to see four guys on top now at, at this stage. Um, if right. anyone's at the game tomorrow night, tell Matt Moylan to be fucking careful and go down and... Get your rest called out war. too, because pretty much everybody who's a listener in New South Wales is going to be at the game because Sportsbet were just fucking throwing the they were throwing the tickets yeah, out like you know, like 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 Sam at the fucking four floors of Whores, <laughs> just fucking making it rain double passes to the origin. So, um, <laughs> literally everyone on you on Twitter that lives south of the Tweed and a couple north of the Tweed got free tickets from Sportsbet. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so. If any of you are members of there, get, get the rest fault out, get it on TV. Uh, we haven't had, like, an amazing ref's fault sighting like we did last year with Trotters when he was on, you know, like, behind Hindmarsh on television. Yeah, get him out. So, yeah, get it out, and uh, let's see what you can do, and uh, that's it. Talk to you next week. Later.